0: Value town is a production of Hearthsim. Find out how to support Value town by going to Patreon.com/Valuetown.
1: This is our
0: town. Welcome. What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 192 of Value Town. I'm Chan Man V. That's Gara. Raven's joining us today. What's up, Raven? Uh, hey, man.
1: I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I finally got some time off now after the yeah.
0: <laughs> crazy crazy
1: flurry of playoffs into Champs, into BlizzCon, which was me just flying back and forth between the UK and uh, uh, America, which was a lot of fun. But uh, I'm home now for
0: at least over Christmas, so I'm, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> That's good. So the whole off-season being in December... Does that still even exist? Because like, I, I remember, I remember a few years ago, that I just stopped for Hearthstone because there used to be Seat store or there used to be, a, you know, a, yeah, Seat Story, and and all these different um, tournaments. Like even DreamHack was during December at some points, right? Is it still like that, or no? Or, or Are we seeing actually a break um, in the Hearthstone season? So I, I think. There's
1: a couple of things, tournaments that are coming up. I'm not sure if they've officially been announced, so I don't really <laughs> right. want to say anything. Okay. But I ain't casting them. I'm staying home <laughs> over Christmas, so I don't care. Uh, but uh, there is a couple of things coming up, but it definitely like dramatically quietens down because tour stops like, will just sort of slow down now because it's coming up to the uh, the, the end anyway of the seasons. So yeah, only, uh, the, the last playoffs and champs to go before we move on to
0: Worlds. So uh, everything winds down over Christmas normally, although there's a couple of things to keep That's good. That's good. There needs to be a break, man can't can't have too much but but then again we haven't had too much to talk about in the last you know couple of weeks because of uh you know this this lull period before the reveals and and uh BlizzCon, so um can't wait for stuff to be announced but in terms of the events i think we've seen a ton of events so far so a break would be nice but um but you know we were just talking about something else before we get into all this hearthstone talk, you know, talk we, the we we're talking about movies in previews and uh well first off you know rip stanley you know uh, just obviously huge loss there um to all the comic folks and everybody loves all the marvel movies um but also what was announced was a pokemon <laughs> Live action or kind of live action. It's like live action CGI ish. First of all, whatever <laughs> you know, whatever you call it. Anyways, Pokemon movie. All right, live action movie. All right. So your your thoughts on that before we start talking Hearthstone?
2: What do you guys say? I, I, I want to start because Raven is super excited okay. about it. Okay. Uh, I'm dreaming about something like this uh, that since I'm basically I think six years old or something. So basically, my, my entire life. I was, like, imagining as a kid, how would real-life Pokemons look like? And this trailer came out of nowhere, like, completely out of nowhere. Nobody expected it. And the community seems to be so shocked because it looks actually good. Usually, whenever right. they do something like this, it looks horrible. And it would be better to not do anything like that. But it looks good. <laughs> like, super exciting. Yeah, yeah so... Like- Similar to
1: Gaara, like, I, I played Pokemon Red was my first... Yeah, I got a Game Boy and played Pokemon Red was my first, you know, super early console. Um, And, and I, I love Pokemon, but it's the fact that, like, I used to look at... Uh, I don't know if you've seen them, but there's been artists who have done, like, realistic Pokemon pictures of what they would look like if they were actually, like, live animals. Really? But, um, yeah, and oh, I'll, I'll send you some, man. They look incredible. Some of them look scary because they're like, well, if this was a giant... Turtle, it would look fucking scary, you know, sort of thing. But the the best thing about the well, the film confused me. The trailer was very confusing. I didn't know how what to feel afterwards because Pikachu, spoiler alert, talks. And English. not only does he talk,
0: he's <laughs> it's, it's Ryan deadpool. Reynolds. Okay. Yeah. He's freaking it's, deadpool.
1: Deadpool crossover. And, oh, but, man! So that part of it, I was like, oh no, what you know, what've they done? I was genuinely worried. But I watched the trailer a couple more times. So I was like, nah, this is the hypest film ever. Because not only like I actually a big part of me doesn't care about the story of the film. But most people glim- don't care about the story. Right. Be this is be but when you see glimpses of, of of how they've built the world, it's insane. There's, like a charmander uses his tail to yeah, help his chef, that's like that's... cook street food or whatever. And th- there's like the jigglypuff with a mic, like a shit, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. bar, and that just stops. And you see her him get, get angry, and you just like, this could just be the best thing ever. Charizard's there. I mean, fingers crossed. polywrath and Blastoise are in the film. Yeah. That's all I really want to say. because I need better be. He better. I be. I need Blastoise in there. Yeah. It's my
0: favorite Pokemon. Totally, uh, totally.
1: Fingers crossed. Okay, but, uh, so, yeah, yeah. but yeah, it looks. It. I will say Wega though. It, one, it looks very funny. It, if you like Deadpool humor, it looks like he's got it. You see that with the Mister Mime portion, um. But also, like graphically,
0: fair enough. Like it looks, it looks great. Yeah. So uh, for me, okay, so I, I, I'm on. The, <laughs> I'm in the same boat where it's like the first time I watched the trailer, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. <laughs> like seriously, th- I, I, I can't even like, process this. So you have to watch it a couple more times to really really get a better sense for it. So I mean, I, I think, I mean, I'm definitely going to go see it. I think that I don't know, I think everybody's going a little too crazy over it, but um, but for sure the animation looks cool. I, I definitely think like Pikachu and everybody looks, they did a really good job with the animations there. Yeah. I kind of wish it did look a little more realistic, at least some of them, Um Pikachu's okay, but some of them I I kind of wish you know looked a little, you know, more I, real. You know that would have. been I will cool. say
1: as well in trailers a lot of the time some uh, CGI isn't hundred percent finished in a lot of the trailers as well. Yeah. So maybe they look better. But also like the only, the main thing is that if this is well received. We will get more. Yeah. And yeah. I want more Pokemon films with great animation, <laughs> like crazy stuff happening. Like, I want more. So, as long as this is good, even if I don't enjoy it as a film and as a story, if it leads to a single
0: one more Pokemon film, sign me up, I mean. Easy. yeah so the crazy funny thing I think will be great I mean it's gonna be successful crazy successful because of the yeah. the style is gonna be written I just wish they didn't cast Ryan Reynolds they it, they, they should have just gotten weird. anybody else like just get anybody else they didn't have the or, or just a random person that would have been better than than Ryan Reynolds because it's gonna be distracting like I know it's Ryan Reynolds you know <laughs> he's got one of those voices just know that's him and it, for
1: me it, as well every time they've given because in the, <laughs> in some remakes of some of the films and stuff, they've given Pikachu a voice. Yeah. Um, and the, and the, But the voice has always kind of matched the way Pikachu says Pikachu, right? Yeah. You know, like the kind of high-pitched sort of thing. Yep. The fact it's Ryan Reynolds, and I've heard it, <laughs> now it just makes me think that there's like, you know the way people say, you never know who you're talking to online on video games? Because right. someone who's acting like a girl could be like, a big two hundred pound, you know, black guy, maybe. I, I don't know, right? And, and and all it makes me think is like little jigglypuff with like the deepest, like you know, heaviest, like manly voice. Now, and I'm like, this is maybe ruining my Pokemon experience because this is just weird. Even Ryan Reynolds' is, is Pikachu really proved <laughs> So yeah. straight. So, anyway, now every, now every
2: Pikachu in every future Pokemon yeah, it's just Ryan has, has to have the voice of Ryan Reynolds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were like, my Pikachu is actually a female and it's just still Ryan Reynolds. You'd be like, what?
2: <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Yes, it's not the same
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. No, but it's gonna—it's definitely gonna be super. Fun. I mean, super hype yeah. when it comes out, and I'm sure we're gonna see some more more uh, trailers as it, it gets closer. Um, but you know, who knew that a Pokemon movie would be super successful? I mean, everybody knew Pokemon movie <laughs> <laughs> would be super successful. So kudos to whatever done, studio like ended like up. Stuff
2: like Dragon it. Ball movies, which right? Is, uh,
0: well, be, Dragon Ball is different. Dragon Ball is not quite as big as Pokemon, obviously, but I, I think it's. I, really?
2: I think the big, the big think difference is, is bigger.
0: every anime
1: that's had like a um, a live action adaptation has always felt like it's been made on a budget. And then when you throw the Pokemon Company at something, well, they ain't doing shit on a budget, are they? You know what I mean? They have like unlimited money to just say right, make this exactly. film. Because mm-hmm. you look at even um, Fullmetal Alchemist, uh, even like Death Note as well, like all those just feel. Like they've gone, well, we've got about, you know, a few hundred quid well, to, to make this film. Let's go. Well it's not
2: just
0: right. that it's not just that. They've, oh god, like, definitely. they've tried to they tried to make it like serious and stuff. You know, that that's the thing about this Pokemon movie. It's like I'm happy that you're just going just full balls out, yeah. just comedy, because whenever you see those animes that are they're in a live action film, they're all these serious and they're usually, mm-hmm. you know, martial arts related to in some way. Some of them are. It's like this is god awful. You know, it's like, don't even try there's a reason it was an anime right right because exactly it, it doesn't it translate was, well the, exactly yeah. so um anyways it's gonna be awesome getting a chance to see that but this is not a movies you know movies podcast this is a hearthstone podcast so let's let's kind of get over to to hearthstone um uh we had a couple or three cards to be exact released this week uh, a few you know interviews we had a W E S G also as well over the weekend and and, um, you know, just a few few things here and there. And a card reveal schedule, too. So definitely going to talk about that. Also, we're going to we're gonna talk about the Artifact event, too, even though it's a Hearthstone. But really just comparing just how the event was um, to just a Hearthstone event and, you know, what we kind of see in terms of uh, maybe, maybe some parallels or even just big differences. And at the end, going to do some Q&A. So to have your questions ready, uh, you can type them in the Twitch chat whenever we get to that point, or you can go and tweet us at ValuetownGG. And uh, we'll... We'll definitely read those out. But uh this week in Hearthstone guys, you guys do much? Like I know Gara, you were playing in the artifact tournament, so I don't know I don't no. know how much didn't do too much there. Raven, how about you? You end up uh Um I've actually been playing a lot uh because oh, cool. I'm I'm at the point now where I've gone very
1: 50-50 in, in my approach at the moment. I think it's because we're pre-expansion right now. We're, yeah, for we're, sure. we're, we're wait waiting phase. But uh, a side-trunk of me now has kind of really got interested in what seems to be the, the modern way to stream Hearthstone, which is uh, a lot of the America's players are doing, which is just co-op streaming. Co-ops, yeah. It's it's super interesting. I, I was in one last night um, with uh, and Admirable, then Zelay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's super interesting to watch really interested to be a part of and just makes the game no matter what deck you're playing or where you are on ladder like just it gives you a different angle on the game right you Mm -hmm. talk about things you wouldn't think about if you were just sat on your own playing so it's definitely cool and i've been playing a lot of weird decks as well um i basically just try and find the strangest but successful decks and try and play them i generally suck because there's some of these decks are very yeah. strange. Yeah. But the one I've been playing today is a another egg paladin list. Uh the the mech egg paladin. Mm-hmm. But it hit rank one on NA, EU, and Asia. <laughs> was it, was it,
0: yeah, a real was bad, bad one. <laughs> yeah, it's a super good so, deck. Holy.
1: So oh, like wow. this has had proven performance. And even with me just hashing stuff together about 10, 12 games today, I think I'm like six and two or six and three, which don't get me wrong. Isn't it a crazy sample size or a good set, but it's not zero eight or anything like that, right? You know, right. it's I am winning games and seeing how to win games, and it's so, uh, it's, the not,
0: so it's not too hard. I mean, it's it's very powerful. I guess is what your your point is because even if yeah. you're not like the most skilled at it, you can still win right now. Yeah. Okay, yeah,
1: and it okay. uses a shrink ray,
0: which I think is an undervalued card yeah, right now, right, maybe
1: because right. paladins are all aggro in general, but making everything just one ones and then you obviously play pyro it's like a slightly more expensive but second equality which mm-hmm. isn't a bad thing when you play the control list. Yeah. <laughs> like four equalities in your deck seems good uh but but yeah it's, it's it's really fun and i kind of like control paladin i feel like paladin should be a control deck um well, it's been a why.
0: long time since we had a control like a, a legit right. control paladin i mean when was the last time i mean was it back when rag was around? You know like Light Lord and I
1: think it was the Light Lord and also the uh quartermaster days if you could call that not, control. Cause really it, control it it, it it did go late game mm-hmm. but it you know you it did have quartermaster so I don't know it was mid range to control I guess but yeah the double rag was a uh, was a cool list
0: yeah that was Years ago, you <laughs> know, I mean, that yeah. was like probably over two years ago, possibly. So, but, um, yeah, so for me, I, I've uh, I've actually been just running all kinds of just weird, even shamans. I like. <laughs> How do you make a weird even shaman? I don't know. It's just like the Ike in me is just like going nuts. You know? <laughs> so just literally trying every every two, just every two four six drop and and seeing how it could It surprisingly does well, just because I think just even shaman just is a decent deck right now. Um, so you know, just a little bit of that. Just uh, again, still waiting. You know, patiently for to see when the the new cards are going to get announced and, and whatnot. why not? So
1: the, um, their announcement schedule does ruin me though It annoys me a little bit. All right, they we announce it? All right. they,
0: well, they announce and then stop more
1: or less for like two weeks, and that hurts me. I want them to announce and then give me cards. I want to see everything. Right, so so the, the 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 stall moment we're in now, where yeah, okay, we've had like a card or two, but the, the, I want like two to three a day.
0: Every day, somehow, yeah. <laughs> even though those well, numbers they, did they not did add that. They, So, remember that there was like, oh God, I don't even remember when it was. I think it might have been Kobolds and Catacombs, but it was, it was like four straight weeks of reveals, right? Yeah. And it was amazing. Like, it was awesome. Reddit was a, literally a new card. It's just. The, all the threads were basically about new cards and it was you know just had separate discussions for each card and it was like really really awesome then they've just lately been doing this two-week thing and yeah i agree I, I don't love it you know like i
1: feel, I feel like it, they world.
0: lose hype yeah it, it's
1: very I, I don't know i think um they they gain a lot because this expansion just looks cool it's quite different they've got some of the themes around it that look cool but then it just And now nothing for two weeks. Well, two weeks is a pretty long time for people who've been waiting for expansion for months.
2: Right.
0: I I mean, we don't need two weeks to absorb all the videos that were made, you know, or or take a look at a graphic of a card and talk about it. So, I mean, maybe a week, but less than a week would be probably ideal. You know, like five days. Let everyone get home from BlizzCon and get settled and then then start announcing. Exactly. Okay, so, Gara, you pointed out something about the dates. So... The dates seem to be very, very in line with something else. So the dates I'm talking about, by the way, are these uh, card reveals or these official schedule. It starts off on the 19th and ends on the 28th. So it starts off the 19th with a... Uh, stream with Peter Whalen and Regis Gilben, which is really cool that Regis getting a chance to do that. And then um, it's going to be ending with uh, Dean uh, Ixar and uh, Brian Kibler, you know, doing this final of just dump cards, you know, in face <laughs> kind of thing. So,
2: uh, Gara, yeah, what's what's a, about these dates are are very interesting. Well, well, on the nineteenth, uh, artifact is going to go open beta, <laughs> so that's like a very big date for that game. And on the 29th or twenty eighth. Uh, that's the re- release of Artifact. <laughs> so, so, so that's why we have to wait.
0: <laughs> it's because they wanted to match dates up yeah. with that. Exactly. Okay, okay. I mean, touche, man. It's like I've been you know, wanting the Hearthstone team to show us that they you know, are, are um, acknowledging competition. You know, like show us that you, like, you're going to do something to <laughs> compete with these guys. And so at least this is, you know, I feel like this is the first time I'm actually seeing, you know, a little bit of gainsmanship here, you know, from the team from team five. So what, I what's really funny it. is that I personally don't even think the crossover is that heavy as well. I don't either, the, but you know what I mean. The potential no. it's player just like, base. But yeah, it's is, it is, it is, it
1: right? correct business decision, let's be honest, right? Like, mm-hmm. is the correct if I was running Blizzard or head of team five or whatever, I would do this as well. So this makes
0: sense. Well, so th- that that begs a good question. Because, you know, one thing I always wonder when I get in my my car, you know, I'm driving around, it's like, man, every single radio station is playing a commercial at the same time. You know? <laughs> so I always wondered, well, you know, they obviously do this on purpose, right? But what if they yeah. didn't? You know, then the station that's playing music is going to get all the, the you know, right, right, the yeah. listeners at that time, right? So I don't know. Is it smart to kind of like do this kind of thing? Or is it better just to like wait for a, a, a lull period and just announce hmm. something, you know? The worst part is you still go through every station in the hope. <laughs> I know. And they played a <laughs> exactly. particularly long song <laughs> exactly. so you can catch half
1: of it at like, the end of it.
0: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's going to be, you know, pretty interesting. Uh, you know, I think that obviously the launch of a game is probably going to be a bit more hype than just, uh, you know, seen the cards, you know, for the very first time, but uh, you know, it definitely props to them for at least showing that they are paying attention to <laughs> competitors, <laughs> big competitor dates. <laughs> okay, so um, why don't we? Oh, see, maybe go through the news here. So we got um, a Reddit interview with the devs. You know, we got a chance to do, or the HS replay and myself got a chance to do a uh, an interview at BlizzCon. But Reddit also did an interview that had uh, maybe one or two things that that seemed to stick out, which was... Um, let's see. The first thing is that spear cards will be available in Arena. I think we might have mentioned that last week. Uh, it seemed like the uh, expansion was very inspired by Battle of Azeroth. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Given that it's such a big theme in World of Warcraft right now. And um, one thing that they did learn, they said that they did learn, is that build-around cards are just way better when they're easier to obtain. And that makes sense, right? I mean, you know, having, having cards... Um, if if you actually want to have an impact, right, just on deck building and stuff, more people need to have it. So um, I think that's why you're seeing, like, a lot more cheaper and, you know, less less rare cards, um, you know, that are, that are going to have a large impact. You know, things like um, the spirit cards, you know, for instance, are, are mm-hmm. you know, rare cards. And I think they're rare cards, right? Yeah, I believe they're rare cards. Uh, they're rare, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you still have the champion that's legendary, but... Or the loas are are legendary, but the spirit cards gotta be summit, right? Yeah, yeah. But the spirit cards are pretty impactful in the beginning, probably more so in the beginning than the end. So, having those be be very accessible, I think, is good. And then um, they, let's see, what was the last thing? Oh, the one, the other thing is that they're not opposed to bringing back older keywords like like Highlander and and Cthulhu and Inspire. But lastly, they're that they're going to be pirates. We already know it's like a, like one or two pirates already, but um, they won't all be cheap though. So it's not going to, you know, be this this pirate warrior type of archetype that we've seen before. Um which to be honest, like I don't have we ever had a mid-range pirate Gara? like I don't think that's ever existed really. So
2: uh you know, I, I mean I, can it can it even be good? Like where do you draw the line? We had like some pirate agro like warrior decks that were slower but mm-hmm. that also still play the pirate package. Does that now Count as a mid range deck. Like if you played the dragon package. Entirely. Like dragon warrior, yeah. 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 Oh. Is that okay. a mid range deck? Is yeah. that an
0: he,
1: he played like what was it? A six mana,
0: six six. Like, yeah. yeah. Sometimes Grimash and stuff like that. Yeah, but that was like that wasn't like it was hard to say that was a pirate deck. You know, that was like yeah. a yeah.
2: a dra- that was as much a dragon deck as it was a pirate deck. There were so many decks to just randomly played patches and. South Sea deckhand, uh South Sea Captain, at some point. Yeah. Like even I remember, like big spamage. They were like random decks. Suddenly just playing uh, <laughs> in the beginning. Yeah I, remember, yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I just literally just it's everything. The
1: strongest free throw <laughs> priest pirate priest <laughs> oh <my laughs>
0: with Caliseth and thingy. Yeah. Is there pirate priest really? I don't even remember that.
1: And oh, I, I it was also, no, no. It had the uh, the tutus two that gave plus one, plus one.
2: Yeah, but uh, but oh, I think the uh, the spiteful decks also ran. Purchase. yeah yep. god did they really
0: because god, it's I the best free drop that. yeah yeah
2: and if you you, you played keller as well so then you <laughs> want a free free purchase even yeah. in
1: i think though um cards like the uh oh i've not learned the names yet so i'm sorry but the uh, cannon barrage is that what it's yeah, called yeah yeah um like cards like that make make the idea that there can be later game pirates pretty interesting or something, or later game pirate cards at least, because that's like six mana, right? But deal three, then additional three for every pirate on the board or every friendly pirate. Yeah. Like, I'm sure that's what it does. Like, um, that's just like a cool card. as far as you know, it makes you think about when you want to play your pirates. Maybe it's not just chuck them all down early on and hope for the best because it's six mana, right? It's, you know, you've got to have a plan to stick them on the board. I think it's pretty cool.
2: Right. So the slowest pirate we ever had was the, the, the parrot captain. Yeah. Captain the mana.
1: Sky Chap- Captain Krag.
2: Was that even played in any deck? No.
0: I think, mm, yeah. No. Oh, uh, it was played. No, it was played at one point, like super early on. Someone
1: may played. have actually put it in a deck yeah. once.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember that car. A lot of people thought that car was going to be a prob- problem. And... That was
2: like the slowest pirate ever, I think, yeah. right?
0: Now, now you have Rush and like a, you know, every every freaking beast and its mother are like rushing now or or any, any mech and whatnot yeah.
2: is rushing. So it's it's not as think, big a big deal. I mean, the whole pirate concept has some is um, also based on the whole charge meme, y- I think, yeah. as well. That's true. Hey, I, th- I think
1: they're going to change it. I think they're going to change it to this cannon. I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see another cannon-style card because they don't want to release more charge, right? They, uh, that's pretty straightforward from them now. and um, They don't want tons of charge cards, so I think they're going to build more synergy and have more, like, you have your sort of crew of pirates, so then you gain these bonuses or something. You know, like Cannon barrage. you have enough pirates to shoot each cannon, which does more damage, uh, things like that. I, th- I think they're going to go that way because... One good thing I could say about Tribes is that I feel like they've learned a lot from Pirates and Murlocs and mechs, I guess, from the old days, mm-hmm. specifically. I think they went a little bit too restrictive on mechs for Boomsday. I think they didn't make them strong enough because they were scared. Uh, but that then led to just no one really playing mechs for most of the expansion, which is a shame. Uh, but, but yeah, hopefully Pirates, they hit the, the sweet spot this
0: time. I want to see... A, a che- man, I really w- wish that there was a cheap cannon... That then they would have that whole positional aspect of the cannon, kind of like the um, the the single player was, you know, like some of the the um, the PVE stuff was with the cannon, you know, in Witchwood was it Witchwood? I, think, I believe it was like one of the uh, yeah. heroes, right, or the, the champions. And um, I wish they would do that. So they, you know, the cannon would just be cheap, so you can get it down on the board because you're obviously going to pay a price, like having to to get value from the cannon. Um, but I feel like that's a great. Way to introduce that positional thing, you know, to, to Hearthstone even more. And, and, um, there is a very clear, you know, uh, uh cost versus reward, you know, with something like that, too. Where this current cannon is just like it's random, but it's like three, three damage random. It's pretty darn good, you know, like it, mm-hmm. we can go anywhere multiple so, times, yeah, multiple Sorry. times, too. So, it's and the best
1: like, thing is it's rogue, right? So, you just prep it, <laughs> right? Like, we, we were joking about, um, like, uh, even rogue. So you get your dagger on one. You play the two, two on two. Swing on three. Uh, sorry, swing, and then swing on three to get f- uh, four pirates. Then prep barrage for four times three damage mm-hmm. with the pirates on board. too. like stuff like that is just something already you could do. Yeah. I don't know. I'd, I'd like like a, a pirate ship, like a zero five for two, <laughs> and then it, it deals X damage a turn based on how many pirates are there to like man the ship. Like stuff like that would be kind of. Yeah, we cool. need
0: a water board, board. Is what we need. You know. <laughs> Screw this land stuff. <laughs> you know, we, we need an actual board that's completely aquatic. That'd be amazing. That'd be murlocs, cool. murlocs get plus something. In the- oh, my God. <laughs> you want to go full Yu-Gi-Oh on this, on this <laughs> I game?
1: Just break it. Well, now we're in the graveyard, so all my zombies get plus one million <laughs> oh, damage.
0: I win. Yeah, exactly. Bye. Oh, That'd be amazing. That's,
2: that's like a great uh, YouTube channel that I watched. I, I forgot the name of it, uh, which features the best custom-made cards from mm-hmm. the community, and there's really some great design cards. And yeah, i really crackers, like, oh, really? Some very cool ideas from the community. Uh, like, they, they mm-hmm. basically pick all the best ones and the most realistic ones. And, like, the latest video has already cards featured with the new mechanics, like overkill mechanic. Mm-hmm. There's like a card that inflicts damage to yourself. You know, Warlock has like a lot of cards like Flame Him mm-hmm. that does damage to yourself. And there's, like one card that has like five damage that deals to yourself, right? And overkill, summon Jiraxus. And that's <laughs> actually so cool. So uh, if you it it overkill,
0: and then it replaces you as Jiraxus, or Jiraxus yeah, shows
2: up on the board.
0: Yeah, like stuff overkill
2: like that.
1: Yourself. Oh, <laughs> oh, so so cool, cool. well, there was um. I so I you, played I the. You. Okay. I played the brawl they had available at BlizzCon, and there was a card type involved that I. Wish was in the expansion, but I'm pretty sure it's not, but they were um, shrines, and at the start of every game, your class, you started with a shrine, and this is the bit where it's busted, right? Right. So you start with this shrine on the board, and they're all different for each class. So the warrior one was a 0-8, and its attack was equal to your armor, and you played stuff like, bring it on. (laughs) So you bang, (laughs) 10-8. But... The armor reduces attack, and also if it it could be targeted like a minion. But if it that if these shrines died, then they go dormant for three turns, then come back. Right. Wow. Okay. You can kill it, and then it takes up a space and does nothing for three turns, which you know, right? And like I said, if it was in the actual game. It should probably cost mana and not start on the board because that's OP. Yeah. But like the warlock one was any damage dealt to yourself on your turn is dealt to your opponent instead. So a crystallizer was in the deck and stuff. Oh. So just one mana, one three, deal five to your opponent. Spirit bomb deal four yeah, deal do- four. Oh, um do- the paladin, the paladin yeah. one was a shrine that gained a buff, gained any buff that you placed on a different minion which yeah. was awesome because you looked like, you know, play Lynessa deck or something. And like those ideas were cool because it's something on the board that your opponents have to deal with or consider at least. Yeah, And then, but if they do get rid of it, because some of them, they all weren't 08, some of them were like 04 or 06. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you got rid of it and killed it, then it just doesn't exist for three turns. And I think that could be really cool if you had to pay mana for it to be on the board. Yeah. Like that. So it's a kind of a cool objective style gameplay. Right, which
0: uh, we are going to see right shrines and the shrine and all that stuff. So, um, you know, in, in the PVE stuff is coming up, that's going right to be fun. It's going to be fun. Okay, well, let's see another bit of news here. We got is oh WESG So surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, it's going to be wins another. You know, at least a mini tournament He's going to be representing the U.S. in in W E S G but you know just just shows that he's the best player in the world right now and uh he just definitely keeps on rolling when is ws when is the the final tournament you know um I, I, this tournament sneaks up on me like literally every single year. So, I, I know nothing about it until it actually happens. It it genuinely is one of the
1: most poorly organized, advertised and run tournaments I've ever seen with
2: the biggest it, prize pool. We hit the biggest it's, prize yeah, pool. It, I think yeah, it's the second exactly. second
1: biggest prize pool in like the world. Maybe apart from Chinese tournaments, sorry. But like in in you know the the general scene second biggest prize pool, it's right? Crazy. And it's yeah. for so many different games. It should be huge. Mm-hmm. and yet they for example the qualifiers were done by uh community casters basically most yeah. of the qualifiers were done by um uh volunteers There's the word i was looking for mm-hmm. um, and i'm not saying that they're bad by any means but y- you know look at the prize pool and, and look at the rest of it and also the website 2018 wsg you click on results and it links to the 2017 results so no one can really say who won what, apart from the people who won them <laughs> and, and saying, because we know saying.
0: I mean, there's there's uh, a bunch more too, like you represent, you know, their regions and their countries. Well, I do know um, so. Justine won the uh, the female yeah, Americans, won, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, Justine uh, won that but, one. But honestly,
1: outside of that, I could I. It's my bloody job to know. This is the worst part. Me I couldn't <laughs> tell you. I couldn't tell you Me who's too. doing well, apart from saying, I, I actually don't know. I tried to find it and couldn't. Yeah. So, I mean, I will <laughs> say it's not all over yet. Like, oh, some of the European uh, countries oh, are playing, so mm-hmm. there's still bits going on, so it's not finished. But they make it hard, and they shouldn't, Like and it I, annoys me. But, uh, people didn't even know about the qualifiers, the players didn't even thing. know where to sign up. And it's like, <laughs> with no players, there's no tournament. What's
2: going on? <sighs> you were gonna play in it, right, Gar? Or, I, or... Uh, but then it ended up being on the same day yeah, yeah. as the Artifact Preview Tournament. And this is like the only qualifier I'm looking for, like, for the entire year because it's like the second biggest prize pool. Hmm. You play one qualifier for every region, for every country, there's only one qualifier and only first place advances. It's it's the same with uh, Fino, right? Fino
1: didn't (laughs) play and played uh, in the Artifact tournament. And it's like, the thing is as well, like, you, Fino, these are people that can, can qualify. You know, it's not random players are like, oh, you know, I can't play in it, whatever. It's like these are people who can like win and go and play in the grand final for like billions of dollars or whatever the hell their prize pool is at the end. And and, like the fact that it's hard to play in as a player, and not because of the difficult (laughs) player pool, but because it's literally hard to find the website to to sign up up to. That's pretty pretty bad. (laughs) It's mind blowing to me.
2: The hardest part about that was. Because last year, for example, usually you know, like roughly, because it's like every year that um, by the end of o- October there were the finals, and the qualifiers happened like at the beginning of October. Mm. And this year, the beginning of October, no qualifiers. So and we, nobody knew who to even ask, like when are the European qualifiers? There's like no announcement. So, so what you're saying?
0: So what you're saying is saying just one because he was the only. Only yeah, basically <laughs> ten thousand free ten thousand dollars. <laughs> oh, I mean, man. but honestly, that's um one of the
1: more serious uh, issues with the the uh the female tournaments they run for every game. There've been regions or countries or you know however they name the splits that like two people have turned up or one person's turned up to oh, play. Man. Sort of, and like that's obviously more of a problem because there's just less female competitors that actually sign up for these tournaments. But why is there less?
0: Because no one knows. Yeah, that's exactly. Why. No I mean, one literally knows this is happening. Because like, I'm not being funny. Can't but if be an event tell, organizer and not have your sign up be just well, blasted. You know? Yeah. So. If you
1: if you could say to someone, say I'm um, you know someone who just plays Hearthstone, they try they try and do well on ladder. They follow the scene a bit. You say, look. You just sign up to this, you've got like a twenty a percent chance <laughs> of of winning money and going to China or wherever it's hell. You know what I mean? It's like
0: <laughs> Of course you are. You're gonna spend that you time and up. figure it out. You right? Just sign up. Yeah. That may,
2: maybe that, maybe decks. this is the
0: new t- this is the new type of tournament now in Hearthstone. It's oh, the challenge God. is actually figuring the doing the diligence of how to, how to sign up, and if you can stress that, then then you're halfway there. because it makes me look bad as well. Because I'm like I'm supposed
1: to know who's winning what, who's playing in what, when it. are these tournaments, and like it's so hard to find out.
2: Dude, if you look at some of the HCT qualifiers, there was a big part of the like entering the tournament, and and I was clicking. Yeah, sign, it's sign, signing sign. up within the first two minutes when mm-hmm. it shows up. It's like buying Blitzkrieg tickets or something. Yeah, <laughs>
0: pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, okay, well, why don't we move into talking about the new cards? So three cards were announced this week, and um, only one class card this time—just a warrior card—and then two, um, you know, neutral cards here. But uh, we start off with the warrior, which is a six-mana, rare spell, heavy metal. I like the you know kind of pun there. And uh, summon a random minion with cost equal to your armor, so up to ten. Um, so it's got this kind of yip you know, type of effect, which is uh, um, obviously a card that you know I've loved to try to play. You know, many times in the past when trying to play recruit warrior or any any of those things, especially when um, you know yep first came out, but. You know, hasn't been good since. So I've not, I haven't actually revisited yet since then. But what do you guys think about this standalone as a spell? And it's a rare card, too. So it's not like that rare. I mean, it's not that... Uh, it's it's pretty common if you want to actually play a couple of them. So. It's a common rare card. <laughs> common rare legend. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what do you guys think as a, a spell? Is this,
2: uh, this going to work at all or no? Like, if you could play this in Baku Warrior, I think this would be probably playable. But the biggest issue is that this is an even card. And Warrior doesn't actually have any more that many ways to generate armor, except you play Baku Warrior. And so I'm I'm not too sure that this will be too playable. Like, this would be an insane card if you would get like a 8-plus mana cost minion on yeah. turn 6. But it seems, in a realistic scenario, very, very difficult to get that much armor. Once you get to play this card for six mana, so yeah. I don't think.
0: Hey, move your mic yeah. a little closer, man. It's it's being a little weird, weirdo again. There you go. Um, f- funnily
1: enough, like there is something to consider of even warrior when you can play armor smith, you can play uh, bring it on, you can play this, you can play Yip If you if you want to really run with the theme, so I, I and mm-hmm. squeezing into armor every turn, yeah, it's not as good as just two mana gain four, of course. But um, you know, maybe you could still run uh, cards like. Uh, Oh, my God. Two-mana whirlwind repeat echo. What's it called? What? Two-mana
2: two, two echo. Warpath. Warpath.
1: Warpath. Warpath. Yeah. God. Wow. It's been a while since I talked about a card of warrior that wasn't odd. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know, you can play Warpath, there's armorsmith. There, there, there are cards. I think my worry is it's been so long since warriors really needed minions for anything that... Yeah, why Does do we it, need it In now? this expansion, yeah. probably not. I don't, unless something a crazy happens, because six mana play a minion or just like six mana do remove a minion. You know what I mean? Like Just remove some of your opponent's minions and wait for your super late game or something. I don't know. Maybe Dead Man's Hand as well is something to consider that this generates minions and can keep generating
2: you more uh,
1: heavy minions late game. I don't know, but... yeah.
2: It, also, when you look at Recruit for you, do you really need this? Like right, you can enough threats yeah. already. Exactly, exactly. Sweet. Yeah, I don't think it's good enough. Honestly.
1: I
0: I, and, I do I I do like the ability to have more, uh, just more cards that have this effect because you know the one thing with Yep, I, just speaking of playing it is that there was only one of him. You know, like, and it was such. A major part it, it was supposed to be the late game card you know for a warrior at the time you know and i was like i wish i had another one of these you know just to kind of maybe fill out a big warrior type of uh deck so having this you know it, it kind of feels it feels like it might be something it, like it feels like playing a big priest you know with one of those those kind of uh you know the six manas you know summon something right that's five five or whatever it, it feels like you know warrior could have something like that and you know for a big warrior but there's, um, but the, there's
1: definitely something to be said
0: for redundancy in a deck, right? Yeah, like you want more of the same thing in general. So, yeah, yeah, ironhard. Actually, somebody mentioned ironhard too. Yeah, ironhard is really cheap, and you can at least, you know, get get some but decent value immediately,
2: right? But it's like a one mana card, right? So you would yeah, need to play even like a, even yeah, control. Um,
0: yeah, whatever. the issue the issue with like control warrior is just the early game. You know, it's like if you care about your armor, you know, like key, or, or retaining armor. That's tough, right? Cuz you either have cards that just like remove the board and remove your armor or you're just getting hit. So, um, mm. it's definitely really tricky to balance that. Crystallizers, let's go. <laughs> Crystallizers. Yeah. Um, okay, so the next thing we got here is Ticket Scalper. It's a it's a pirate, like we were we were mentioning before. But there's going to be more pirates in this uh, expansion, 4 mana, 5/3, and it's a common card. So, overkill draw two cards. Wow, that's pretty hard to uh i guess okay, i guess so it's,
2: it's so probably going to die and get two cards basically it's it's generally what what i couldn't see or find out yet is if if the opponent trades stuff into your no. guy
1: only on your turn it's only on your turn All right. yeah
2: you're, you're, because
1: you have to attack is the way overkill works yeah so yeah.
2: it's not so good no well no, i i,
1: I think, think like no so so the the, the five attack um almost always guarantee overkill right if we're imagining it on curve play right five attack on four is pretty high yeah, damage. Yeah. yeah so you're probably gonna overkill if you get to attack um and then if you get to attack the card to me is insane right you play pirate deck and you get to kill a thing and draw two cards like that feels strong um the the biggest question of course is does it ever live and that all depends on other pirate cards like uh you know south sea captain if that's stuck to the board then that makes it a six four then that's suddenly a very powerful six four overkill draw two. Like that's very yeah, powerful. But, but it's know. um it is as with a lot of you know judging a lot of single tribe cards. It's just it's, a, it's respective it, it, of it's respective it of what
0: happens, right? It shouldn't have been a five three. It shouldn't definitely not have had three health. You know, like I would have taken a four four. I would have you know like it, it would have made more sense to even have that choice as, as a five three. You're going to get traded but, but, with like most of the three drops. It's, it would have to have three though, right? If it had
1: four, if it, if it was a 4-4, four, four, it would just be too strong because it would be a four mana 4-4, yeah,
2: draw two cards. I, I, I was think. Okay, I was first skeptical about this card, right? Because it looks bad. Uh, but if you think, if you play this in a new pirate curve deck, right? And you play South Sea uh, Captain... And South Sea captain sticks for whatever reason, just because the opponent runs out of removal. You coin out a hedge tillager or hedge thug that has to be killed and you have a captain. And then you play this guy afterwards then it's suddenly a 6-4.
1: Gara does not listen to me because that's word for word what I just said. <laughs> oh, really? Yes, I literally said that exact <laughs> sentence about 30 seconds ago and you were like, "Nice, no, it's bad. It's <laughs> Now you know, know. I'll say it with an accent. It's, it's, and, uh, people now it's believe your in English
0: accent, skirt. man. I was thinking when is this guy good? I was <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right. well, that's funny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, but so
2: buffing it at 1-1, one, one, kills it or not, kills yeah. it or whatever. It's but gonna, another thing okay. is that we know for, as a fact there will not be patches, right? People are joking about this, but there's no way there will re- No, no, <laughs> no.
1: I, I hope there's patches, but it's just nothing like what it was. It was just, just a meme card. It's just like a, a zero one one dies at the end of your turn, pulls out if you play a pirate. I'd love it. It just appears on the board, then just dies, and then goes away. <laughs> so,
2: but oh, for man. this... To come back, I feel like we need a very powerful... Maybe not patches, but Buccaneer. Something like Buccaneer. Mm-hmm. That would probably be enough to You make... need to control them. Or a weapon, for example. You can kill their drop and play a 4.
0: Yeah, but... hi. Okay, so... Yeah, I mean, that, that. I think that all those things would be good. It's kind of, but circling back to this, right? It's like... I mean, I still don't think it's going to be... I think, for,
1: for okay. me, the, the, the Shining Light is the 5 attack will overkill something. Almost certainly, because that's oh, a very sure, good attack, but, but, and yeah. and drawing two cards is very
2: powerful. Wait, you get, if he dies, that doesn't matter, right? If you no, over- he, he can die. He can die. As he long as die. you, as, kill, as long as you kill, as as you you kill. kill you're attacking, something. as long as you're like, attacking, draw, drawing two yeah. like if you ever get to get this effect, drawing two cards is insane. That's
0: what I'm saying. Like, it's yeah. the effect is very very powerful. It is great, but it just all depends on. Like, whether this card is played or not depends on, how like, what percent of the time it's going to be, it's going to
2: trigger. Yes. right. Like, it so, feels like this card is really miss, missing, like, Rush or something. Well, that'd be too Rush easy. would be OP! Come on, that's, like, guaranteed value. If it
1: was Rush, it would have to be a 3-3. It, Rush, it would be broken. It would have to be, like, would, a 3-3. I would run it I, in
0: every single deck if it had Rush.
2: I don't know, something... I, I,
0: Screw pirates. I'll just play it mean, as a serious,
2: card. I <laughs> I would literally play as in every single deck if I had Rush. This, I know. That's... If it's just incomplete, I don't know. Like, <laughs> because it is supposed to be an aggressive card, but it, it it's not. It's kind of like I, a good luck. My... This isn't even limited to two cards. You have to remember that.
0: It, actually yeah, it, can, be it, so it could actually be four cards. I mean, it could be a ton of it. That's why it's it, it definitely shouldn't be Rush or Charge. But it... I don't know. I, I It'll be interesting to see. You know, right now, you know, a three attack, three drop is, like, common. So if, if you guys are right that the plus one, plus one, you know, buff is going to hit this card a lot, then, okay, different story. Because I think the, the four health is the magic number. If you can get to a four health, then we're talking, hmm. you know, like, 50, 50, maybe even higher than 50% chance that, you know, that it can stick. And, um, you know, and it really will impact your opponent's play, like, by a lot. You know, forget the two yeah. two cards. It's going to affect what they put on the board, right? Yeah. No more. They have to recruits. kill it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. from that standpoint, it's intriguing for sure. The overkill draw two cards is really cool. I just, I just hope, uh, you know, we, we get a chance to see it.
2: What, what does it compete with? Like, if we look at Aggro Rogue, what is the four drops? Is in Agro uh, it's
1: Minstrel, right? Well, okay, in Aggro Rogue, um, I'm just, I'm naming because, Rogue four drops. Yeah, it's not like mainly Minstrel. Right now, we Which, only
2: play Baku Rogue, and obviously, we don't have four hmm. drops in there. But there's nothing like that.
1: Again, I will I will just say, remember that if we're even talking about Baku again, the depth of cards, it, it looks wonky because you can't play odd cards in even rogue, for example. So you play even pirate rogue. Well, there are only so many good even cards you can play, right? We've seen we've seen stupid cards be played in even decks because there are no others. Look at the two-drop scenario right now. There are no real good two-drops outside of Kelesa, but look at even paladin when it plays like the troll. And stuff like that. Like, that isn't a great two drop, but it's as good as it gets. So yeah. maybe that's just a card that is as good as it gets. Because you're not playing the the, the, the Nerubian in like a, an aggressive rogue, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Well, definitely a an interesting card to, you it, know, that's a discussion. Has
2: definitely potential because yeah. of the mm-hmm. card tag.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So the last card we have here is a two mana, one four. Uh, it's a rare card, Belligerent Gnome. It's a taunt. Battlecry, if your opponent has two or more minions, gain plus one attack. So, um, kind of resembles Wormrest, you know, just back in the day. Just the dragons, If um, those of you that were playing Hearthstone back then. Um, but I, I think that you know you you don't actually get the benefits from this until like you're at a disadvantage on the board right or, or at least it, somewhat it, it's kind of I feel like it's meant to do that. it's meant to be buffed whenever you're you're um you know potentially in danger on the board uh, but it's a two it's actually a one for taunt worst case, which historically I think has been pretty good at least like in arena you know in, in and then at least in that format I'm not sure. How this would work in um, in standard without synergy, but what's your take on it?
1: I think um, so. One of the problems with Wormrest was that it had, it gained taunt from its battle cry and not naturally. So sometimes you were playing a one four, right, right. That's it, right? Yeah. Whereas this just ha- this is a imagine imagine however good a Stonehill is versus an aggro deck as a minion, not its right. battle cry,
0: and then imagine that on two. I think yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. I mean, just and then just imagine odd paladin, two- just playing against odd paladin, and you throw this odd card pa- two.
1: It's Even like, though like zoo, cool. this this buys you like two turns with zoo, and some and kills flame him sometimes. You know, you know like what this card does is, if it ever exists in any deck, it ma- it makes the aggro deck have to think, wow, do I want to play more minions? It's like, well, yeah, you're an aggro deck, of course you do. But then the second they, you know, the second they play this, it's like, well. Well now I've just created this awkward situation for myself. Like I said, this farms flame imps. This farms zoo early minions, right? Pretty well. And that's just one of them. Never mind you turn one or turn three plays. Yeah. To follow up with. Like I think this is just good, mainly because it has worst case scenario, a taunt applied to it no matter what. It's not battle cry dependent. Well, it's so it's, yeah,
0: it's a taunt, plus you have four health. I mean, the four health is it's right. awesome at, at two mana. So
1: it's a, it's a stonehill on two. Which sometimes you ain't playing the Stonehill for that discover. You're playing the Stonehill to yeah. put something in the way of you not dying soon. Right. You know, even late game, it's a it's a one four taunt. Four health is hard to just clear off easily. Like we discussed about the uh, the ticket scalper, right?
0: Yeah. So the I mean, early taunt's going to be just abundant, like with the belligerent gnome and Creepers and you know, just even Stonehill if you want to do that.
2: Um, yeah, Gar, what, what do you think, man? You think this is? It's like super good I don't know how I don't know how to feel about this card because I see very like split this, uh, opinions about it like that we had similar cards like this before uh, like the cartoon one the the one for that gives your cartoon taunt and it saw, uh, saw zero play and but it didn't have taunt the card itself right yeah yeah no, uh, the...
1: and and also and also we
2: didn't have odd piled in <laughs> yes <laughs> like the effect is definitely interesting. Another interesting thing is you you can get this guy from Stonehill Defender, right? So another buff yeah. Stonehill Defender. Mm-hmm. That's definitely what we need.
1: Uh, also, after. also as well. Um, for example, you've got to consider, especially when you get cheap taunts like this in early game taunts. It's like a quest warrior as well. Like this is probably oh, just because yeah. not only is it good on two against aggro, it's good late game because it costs you two mana to give plus one on your quest. Sick. Like people are taking the zero sevens or whatever just because they're cheap to play. Like this, this is probably just good no matter what part of the game you play in Quest Warrior. So uh, you know, just got to think about the uh, everything
2: when you. it yeah, for sure. And there's also a card you could could play in even Warlock as well. Like if you don't want to play a- play f- four
1: Homunculus, why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, depending on, depending on the meta, it's not even that yeah. much of a joke. People are playing double um ooze right now in even lock. I like, play one of these instead, right?
2: True. Yeah, you you really have to think about okay, like one four is not super horrible, like you said, but sometimes you will have the two four. And no, and that's it. <laughs> no,
0: in in a defense, like when you're not, you know, a tempo deck or, or you know any kind of you know aggressive deck, like for sure you're gonna have two. As long as you don't coin this out, you're you're going against
2: an aggressive deck, you will have that two to attack. The the only like, problem is like when you play against a non-aggressive deck, then this is like a two minus one four, and that super sucks. So, yeah. and then it will come down to, like, how much does that hurt you?
1: Yeah, it, it does. Started. But but then also as well, depending on your own deck, it could it's it's could almost do a job of Tar Creeper where we might see it in, look at this, in Taunt Token Druid, right? Like, it still might not be bad in terms yeah, of defending, def- yeah. defending aggressive pushes, for example. Like, Tar Creeper is also bad against control decks, but it also defends the rest of your board quite well. So...
0: I I don't know. I, I feel like that with that point that's no different than any kind of removal card, you know, or right. You know, it's, it's it's worthless. You know, brawl's worthless against uh, other control decks. So I don't know. For this, you know, as an anti- can uh aggro type of mechanism or mechanic or just a card, I feel like this is a better way to kind of fight aggro instead of things like you know spreading play. You know, like I I definitely want to see more of these type of cards and have you know aggro decks you know, have the ability to maybe, you know, receive some other types of uh, you know, mechanics or whatnot to to maybe, you know, up the power just a tiny bit. But whenever we but, we, we can't do anything until you know until like late late manner or whatnot, then aggro is always gonna have to be the same exact power level, you know, forever.
2: And right. uh, but like I think we will definitely see this card in a deck like Quest Warrior. Because yeah, it's got synergy. Because yeah. because you play a quest and one, you will be already behind versus aggro, and this brings you kind of like immediately back. Mm-hmm. Because and also, like powerful. I said, even late game, you draw it if you've
1: still not done the quest. It's just a cheap quest tick. And also, again, worst, you can use it for stuff like brawls. I mean, is this... You know, things like that. It's, it's just... And that I think this card in Quest Warrior is just good at every single point of the game. Better inserted, of
2: course. Also from Stonehill Defender to have, like, yeah. cheap taunts. Just, mm-hmm. yeah, to, to spam. This isn't a quest rogue
0: thing, is it? <laughs> Probably not. I think yeah. waxar Mental just does a better job, yeah, right? That's, that's a good point. I yeah. think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm
1: a quest rogue expert by any means, but...
0: <laughs> uh so another another interesting card and it's you know not a class card either and it's pretty easy to get so um you know i think this one will be much more played than the ticket scalper at least we'll probably see this one a lot more
1: i think this will be um just an easy card for people to just throw in a deck early on right yeah it's like do i want a two mana two four taunt in my deck yes (laughs) <laughs> like you're done you know, it'll, at least like like Ara said maybe people try it in even lock maybe people try it in quest for you it's just you can see the benefits very clearly with this card whereas the scalper yeah. and heavy metal are a bit like yeah maybe because this is just like well it just does what it does right and yeah. those
0: things it's pretty good in shaman too actually um, especially yeah. you get the flame things yeah. down next to it yeah Um, okay. Well, anyways, that's three cards. We're going to get a bunch of more. We're going to have a ton more cards in next week. So, uh, it'll be, hopefully we will maybe toward the latter end of the week. we'll, We'll get a bunch more. So you can expect more cards next week, guys. But um, those cards, by the way, were were in the, the raunchy videos. You know that that are I guess official you know Hearthstone videos from the team. So definitely check those out if you haven't seen them because they're 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 super great. And I love how they're revealing the cards too. Like that one card was like like flew into his face, you know, and then he like looks at it or whatever. It's uh they're they're super creative over there. Uh, so get oh, was it uh, the, in the last expansion? I mean, like, no, the last videos, like the very, the the videos where they're revealing some of these cards. It's like really really funny to see how they're they're really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, let's move on to, okay, Artifact event. All right. So this is going to be an interesting (laughs) discussion given that Gara competed in it. And obviously, Gara's a big fan of of Artifact, you know, just as you guys have listened to the show. Spoilers. Know that. that. Um, Raven. (sighs) Seems to be on the opposite faction here, which is going to be very interesting. And I fall, you know, between the two of them, but I would say I fall a little bit closer to, um, you know, where Raven is, just like favoring Harson a little bit. So um, haters, yeah, haters. Okay, let's talk like. about the event. So the pre-reveal event, you know, the the event that BTS uh, had this past weekend, um, you know, had a lot of the big names, all the good players, you know, just in this this uh, uh, you know this beta. This closed beta um, uh, stage, right of of where they were. Uh, so a lot of uh, people I don't know, uh, the, uh, Valve's been holding like these these tournaments for a lot of uh, uh, closed beta folks, just so they can test like the tournament, you know, just whatever their their esports you know format's going to be. So and, they can buy their affection. Yeah, buy oh buy yeah, that too. Um, but so they've been, you know, there's been players that have. Uh, gotten good at the game you know just like even early on and you know gara even mentioned you know being a little bit late to the party but but uh obviously catching up as, as quickly as possible so we had all the best players basically playing in this uh tournament and you know bts had the whole you know couch and you know analyst t- type of setup and life coach was there hype was there uh savitz was there um and you know tried to really set up this kind of professional scenario so that's why it's worth talking about just on value town is because you know this is the first time we're seeing an actual artifact event done you know in a professional way and um you know seeing the game from a spectator standpoint you know for the first time uh and i think it's you know, it's good to talk about so let's start with you Gar. You know, as a player like what how was the tournament you know run and everything like was it was it super smooth
2: on your end as always, like the artifact admins, and this mm-hmm. is not like to be biased. I have like I always have to like mention that for me, th- there's no point in like talking up one game over the other, mm-hmm. because I don't get paid by these companies. Like I played Hearthstone for so many years, That's I have no bad. reason. <laughs> like I have no reason to to dislike Hearthstone just for whatever reason. Like I, I. I, I well, I think what's
1: key, sorry to butt in, is that. People seem to not understand that you're like humans are allowed to like more than one thing at a time, <laughs> right? It's it's always like, well, if you play Artifact, you must think Hearthstone is the worst game Dude, in the world. Now it's like, oh, you can just like to play what? games.
2: <laughs> you log in into a new game. It's like, oh, did yeah. you quit Hearthstone? Yeah. It's like <laughs> did you quit? Um, yeah. Um, honestly, like the wow, well, the admins. I don't know what kind of superhumans they have, but. <laughs> There was yeah, one admin. It. There's one crazy admin. He he did everything so fast. Like uh, he updated all the results and everything so quickly. I've never seen anything like that. It's like the the Valve admins. Oh, I don't know who these people are. If they're working with Valve or if this is like from. It's probably Arakan.
0: BTS folks. I mean, they 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 run a tight ship over there, so.
2: This is crazy. Except for for
0: day one. But I mean, definitely the admin sounds like, you know, they've run a lot of tournaments. So I'm not surprised that the admin Mm -hmm.
2: is super, super good good job. And yeah, like, why was it run so smoothly? Well, we have an in game tournament mode in Artifact, (laughs) and we are using that, and that does everything automatically. So as soon as the last match finishes, the first match of the new Swiss round starts. So we don't need. People to fill out stuff and it's so all how does automatic. that work?
0: So, so the the people in the next round just stand by at their computers and just wait until. Uh, like, like, what
2: do you mean by that? Like, and in the co- current version, uh, it gets they listen to feedback as well a lot. Valve is so developers. There's like um, you get a chat room. When you, like the tournament mode is like you sign up for a tournament, like right. you click at invite link, whatever. And then you're part of a tournament and then you know when the tournament starts. And as soon as the tournament starts, you click on, okay, join this tournament, whatever. Then you have the chat room. Like and there's like three, uh-huh. a lobby, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's like three different rooms. Uh, there's like a support. Um, if there's some issue, like a general chat room and there's like a player feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like bugs or whatever. And I sometimes type something there. And they're like, like real developers from Valve working on Artifact. They're like, "Oh, cool! Uh, I appreciate that feedback." And they work on that, and like next week, they have these things changed or improved, which I never experienced ever before. This is so amazing. Right. They li- actually listen to feedback, like, but immediately, right, which right. is not, we don't have to wait months or something. Like, I, I don't know how to feel about that. It's like so amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so yeah you have these chat rooms and in in the game you can see how many matches are still ongoing. So yes you're waiting at your computer but you can see like you can look okay there's 27 matches remaining so you know okay this will last for like another hour or whatever before the next round starts. Yeah. Okay. Just
1: just a quick one. Um what's the time frame on say you went AFK for 10 minutes and your match came up in 5 minutes? what what's the was there like a time frame in which you auto concede if you're not back to like start the game? because I've not seen any of
0: this because i I've, I've not played in it, so I think this is very I think it's five to ten minutes or I'm something sure the admin okay. I'm sure there's an admin that can you know like well, it's just the fact that anything.
1: if it's if it's a built in tournament mode, you imagine it there's built in things, right
2: like yeah. there's not going to be admin sat when the game launches for tournaments, right. Like but at in at, at first tournaments, the admins are like, I mean, they have like some superpowers, they can like manipulate. They, like if some player is not there, and they don't want this player to disqualify. They, they can actually stop it or whatever. Right, right. I'm, I'm just wondering what well, it's going to be like if be...
1: Uh, in-game tournaments become automated in the future. Then, like, if you just go, oh, well, the Swiss round happened to have finished earlier. Yeah. Then, like, there's eight matches left. Oh, I can go make a sandwich. Oh, shit, they all finished in the same one
0: minute. You know, like, now I'm out of the tournament. I'm, I just wonder. These are questions I'm I would sure, ask. I'm sure the automated ones are, are going to be like that, but... There's got to be like a custom one that uses the same engine, uses everything, but there is an actual admin, master admin that can, you know, that start matches and stop, you know, any of this automation. So, um, okay, so it sounds like from an admin standpoint, it it ran super smooth and and well. Um, Raven, like, what was your take on just like the broadcast? And yeah,
1: so um, I'll just separate my thoughts on the game. Yeah, yeah. let's just separate the, the game. We'll have that
0: discussion <laughs> there's, there's afterwards. There's some yeah. there's some crossover
1: because <laughs> yeah. the game impacts the broadcast, of course. But uh broadcast it started and I honestly feel like no one that's done a run of show looked at the run of show for the opening of the game. Yeah, I thought the same. Because way. it didn't exist. and this is this is no tooting my own horn, right? I suck at this stuff, but they could have shown me the run of show and I would have said this will be a disaster because I've done it enough times now. You know, like, it, they opened. It didn't look like anyone really knew. I mean, okay, Life Coach and Swim were on the opening. Life Coach and Swim were there to be asked questions, right? They're right. like the pros. Right. So I, this does not include them, per se. They were just there to, like, talk
0: when they're talking. Be pros, to. be analysts. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. They're, they're just, like, guests. But the two casters opening, I felt like someone had just put a camera on and said, right, we're doing this tournament. Go. Like, I, I feel like they, they either hadn't rehearsed, there was no run of show, there was no plan as to what the opening should be. And it literally turned in to, I think I want to say an hour to an hour and a half mm-hmm. of let's fill time. And they filled it in very odd ways. They literally said at one point, well, we've got half an hour to fill. So how was your, your Korean barbecue last night, Swim? And I was like, this isn't even funny. <laughs> I
0: know. I'm not it even laughing. Just you know what I mean? Like They should have just started the broadcast like a lot right. later. Yeah.
1: But so, then also, is- there were questions where... I mean, me and some of the other casters were talking a lot about this because this interests us from a professional perspective, of course. Of course. Of course. We're not like crapping on Artifact. We're looking at a broadcast of a game, a card game, most importantly, and judging it. Um, but it was just like the whole opening, apart from one very short video had no graphics support at all. It was four people talking and they were talking about things, right? Oh, so heroes, they have three item slots that they can put items in. Why couldn't they have just brought up a picture of one of the heroes so we can see it? Like that isn't, it is not, people have never seen this game before. Their audience have never seen the game and they didn't do things like give any visual aids to the people on the desk to help. Instead they said,
0: here's an hour and a half talk. Yeah, let's. It's like, oh. To, to be fair. Okay. So, to be fair, I don't think BTS has ever run a Hearthstone or, you know, any kind of digital Could game. Could they not have just asked someone who I, has. I know. I know I'm just, wary, I'm just right? kind of throwing it out there. Okay. So, okay. I, I don't think they've ever done that. I mean, I think this That's is a, like their first venture into even just the space. Card games so, and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, definitely going to be, be growing pains to this. And, you know, given that they obviously threw this tournament to have super hype because it's like the first tournament, yes, they should have t- spent much more. Time being diligent about you know what people expect, and even just look at Hearthstone Mm -hmm. broadcasts and see see what to do there.
1: They Um, could, and Hearthstone is no one's done Hearthstone perfectly. You know, I I, I'm just I
0: was there at the very beginning, dude. Unlike
1: Gara, Blizzard do pay me, so clearly I'm biased. Um, I'm literally wearing a Blizzard shirt, Uh, but anyway, um, Hearthstone doesn't do it perfectly at all. There's always things we want to improve. uh, Everyone wants to improve on, but they could have just mimicked anything and it would have been better, right? You know, like it just would have been at least some level of better. Uh, I also, I, I know this would be great for for you, Gara, and for a lot of other players. The tournament was a 128-person Swiss. Um, I don't know if that's the correct way to do a launch tournament. The yeah, players are very happy, but the viewers are confused. Don't know why they sat around waiting for the matches to finish. <laughs> don't know what's going on. They have to explain yeah. Swiss 50 times. Like, you know, especially an, an imagine,
0: would have been good yeah
1: exactly yeah they had four players there that they followed but then you're wondering why they're not looking at some players like why aren't the four players playing each other you know like people yeah. will think to a certain extent because i imagine as well they expect a certain part of viewership to be dota players and not hearthstone players or magic players and um, so they need to introduce like things like swiss and why they exist yeah. but i think I- for launch tournament invitational would have been significantly better received for the viewers uh, obviously the players would love it because they could play in a 128 man swiss perfect but yeah like i don't know Strange. i i
0: kind of i think that your last point there where uh you know you point out like the broad maybe the broadcasts seem to be geared more for dota 2 players. i think that that's probably one of the biggest things you know like mm-hmm. bts comes from a Do- the dota 2 community you know like they're they're rooted in there they came from there obviously they're doing a lot of other different different games and and genres now but you know in the, the root of all of it is, is still dota 2 so i feel like even just like the podcast and things like that are, are coming from a dota 2 uh, mm-hmm. perspective more than it is coming from say a hearthstone perspective so, i um, will just give a shout out as well because it sounds like i'm obliterating this this tournament
1: but like Hotbid came yeah. in and saved the day Yo, like Hotbid yeah, did can, yeah. i and i expect hotbid has been around for a very very long time yeah. i'm uh but but um uh, he saved the day because again from a casting point of view they were casting as if everyone had played the game for as long as they've played the game for so for example I and i think you did as well chairman but mm-hmm. like I got an invite to the private closed yep, or whatever mm-hmm. like six months ago maybe uh, roughly mm-hmm. so like there are people like Life Coach like Hyped so on so on that have been playing for six months none of the viewers have Right, yeah. and the right. casters were talking and casting as if everyone knew what they meant. Well, you it's know, like you no, know was, no yeah. one knew what they meant. It's a new game. You yeah. cannot just be like, oh yes, yeah, so you're just going to pass on this turn, go to the shop, buy this item. Obviously, it's like yeah. no, it's not obvious to buy this item. What does that
0: item even do? Yeah, nobody knows. You know what was it's funny like, oh, is, yeah. is that toast and. Oh god, was it Crip or was it Tr- I forget it. it was it was Toast and somebody else basically had educational streams on the artifact cards right? happening during the tournament and people were like Crip. like saying how much they yeah, like appreciated Crip and that. Toast, yeah. yeah, Crip and Toast basically were doing it. So yeah, I mean I think the the um uh the broadcast was missing that. You know, hotbed mm. definitely, you know, I I think rescue it. It's his job, so it was, you know, he needed to rescue it. I mean, he's creative director over there, so you, right. you know, he he better be rescuing it. It kind of reminded me of like when Frodan rescued, you know, one of those Red Bull tournaments, like way back when. I yes, remember.
1: Yeah.
2: I remember exactly yeah, which one. Exactly. You about. Yeah.
0: yeah. Same thing, basically. <laughs> yeah. How did they like, did that? Uh, this is
2: this is also such an interesting topic for me, uh, for um, a new game launch. Uh, how casters get into a new game. Like, for example, like you mentioned, for that game, for that specific tournament, you really needed, like, good casters. Dump that shit down. Yeah. (laughs) How do you get, like, the first Artifact casters, you know? Like, there were no tournaments before. What are you talking about?
0: Definitely Slacks could have done... These people have been playing the game. Like, they have podcasts. Slacks does a podcast. You know, like, Hadbit does a podcast. I mean, they've all been talking (laughs) about Artifact for months now. Like,
1: the, the weirdest thing yeah. for me was, uh, and, and forgive me, I don't know who the two people on the desk were, the guy and the lady. I, I don't know who they are from other games. I, I've never seen them before in my life, so that's just uh, my bad. But, like, there are people they could have got, and Hotbid obviously understood the need of the audience. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you could pick any two decent Hearthstone casters and said, look, we've got a tournament in a month or in a few weeks. And it's, it's going to be done to cast it like you cast Hearthstone, which is most of Hearthstone viewership is not good at Hearthstone. They need stuff explaining. And, and that's how a lot of us cast, especially it's how I cast. I explain dumb things that obviously I know the answers to, but you need to explain it. And for a brand new game, it's like I, I would just ask someone to play the game for an hour and then ask me questions and then say, exactly. You yeah. know, like, that's what the audience will do. Yeah. So get those questions answered. You know, it's... Yeah. So I don't know how that was missed. So the, that, that I, felt like
0: I mean the miss. casters they chose were not random. I mean the casting they chose were actually from the community. You know, like these are casters that, that the community actually like, you know, and and they they don't have the skills of the Hearthstone casters, like no question. I mean I can, even just energy level, you know, it's just like it was definitely lacking, you know, like during it. So But to, um, to
2: be fair before we they like, continue, like I think yeah. on the second day they it, it was better
0: somewhere. yeah no doubt like i just completely because hotbit probably hand. pulled them to one side and was like <laughs> if you
1: don't sort this out you ain't getting back on the second day to be honest <laughs> like
0: no, i mean i, I doubt it was that exactly but but yeah for sure second day third day i mean third day was probably what you would have expected you know right from the start um and so you know i i basically am judging it based on the third day and um you know, the viewership, you know, I think started out like 25K or something. And then by by the last day, it was like 8K or, or in, in something like that. And I think it had a lot to do with the first day. The first day yeah. would have done well, then maybe, you know, they could have sustained, you know, like a 20K type of thing. I, but um, I think one of the worrying things to me, and this is where I lead into the uh, my uh,
1: game criticism, or at least broadcasting of the game itself is that it's one of the first games I, or tournaments I've ever seen on Twitch where viewership dropped when gameplay came up. Because <laughs> there were people in chat that had... Really? That no, is yeah, 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 viewership went down once gameplay happened. And there were people generally... The chat was there's a certain level of trolling, of course, it's Twitch chat. Mm-hmm. But chat, there was a lot of people who were like, I have no idea what's going on. And that's the big hurdle, Artifact has as a broadcast game, is that I'm sure I've heard enough players say, fantastic game, love playing it, it's great, blah, blah, blah. Right, but if no one watches, guess what isn't going to happen? Tournaments. And the game is so hard to follow. I've played it a decent amount, and it's still hard to follow. And the fact that we didn't even see most worst-case scenarios, such as the boards, minion-wise, can go infinite, in which you have to scroll through the minions same as the hand size is infinite as far as i'm aware so like you can get to positions where because the combat is uh opposite combat they sort of just clash uh, at the end of the turn you can get like clashes happen just off screen you literally yeah. don't see them because the board is in an infinite width that obviously well. cannot fit on a screen and stuff like that just worries me for the future because there's going to be a combo or setups where oh. gives you like twenty minions on a board, and then you're like, "Well, yeah, I,
0: didn't, I, I didn't even think about that." Yeah, that's crazy. You know,
1: it, it's really worrying from a broadcast point. How would you? And if, I always think of it as a casting point. How would you even cast that to make sense? So, guys, uh, here's the board. What you don't see is another fifty minions over there <laughs> okay. that heavily impact this turn. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a minute to scroll through. Right, there we yeah. go, this minion's impact. But you know what I mean? Like,
0: so, that's, that's gonna, okay, to be fair, wow. that kind of scenario won't happen very often. Like, at least from what I've, you know, seen of the game and, and whatnot. At least to that extent that you're talking about. Um, and it didn't happen very often anyways, like, during these, these broadcasts. It wasn't that bad. Right. One, one element I will say that I feel like, you know, is something people take for granted with Hearthstone is that, you know, on combat turns, the math just happens instantly. You know, like oh, yeah. damage just happens, you know, like health just be, gets reduced and, and you don't actually get to see exactly, you know, all the actions that happened. Right. You know, even in magic, you know, arena, like you, you see the card actually go and hit, you know, and, and you, you actually see a little bit more animation, but that's one thing that Hearthstone is super good about. Like the action is very explicit and, and you can actually understand mm-hmm. what, what happened there. And, you know, the scenario you're talking about, you know, with those super long boards and everything, that's it, That's another thing. It's just like, to, to all of a sudden these cards just if die, if die and they don't, and they, you know, it's like, and you don't... Even if there's
1: two extra so. minions off the side of the board, I always yeah. exaggerate in saying you yeah, have to yeah, scroll yeah. through 20. Yeah. But if there's two, that's so weird to, like, yeah. move through uh, and talk through as a caster. Also... Yeah an idea i had to try because i you know i'm not just sat crapping on this i want it to be good because why would i want it to be good (laughs) well i am but you know what i mean (laughs) like one one thing one one thing i think would be good honestly was um you know the way you see like the three mini boards and people call me negative
2: (laughs) no no this is all just i think this
0: is be the negative one this time yeah exactly uh, but go ahead, the the three, three boards, the three boards. So you know the way you have the three mini boards, right? <laughs> yeah, the big
1: yeah. issue is there are three boards, you cannot view them all at all times because the way the game works is you one board at a time. Yeah. I feel like they need an almost, if you watch like poker, where they say who's favored, you know, like to, to yeah, percentage-wise, yeah. I think if that was over each board or something like that, so at a glance wow. you can be like, oh, so he's losing this lane that I can see, but the other two lanes is green on, so... He's losing this lane, but he's ahead on these two lanes, so yeah. you have a rough idea of what's going on I think something like that could be very good for a base viewer so they at least can follow the idea of Okay, this lanes the bottom half which would be the bottom player is red, but the other two lanes are green for him So he's clearly trying to he's yeah. doing well one of these two lanes, but he's struggling here So maybe his opponent wants to bust one of the other lanes, too Yeah, you know, like that's right. something you could talk about and that is a very simple visual thing to implement and I think that would greatly improve the understanding from from a from a viewer
0: there it doesn't have to be i mean it it could be one of two things i mean the game doesn't have it then obviously you can artificially create some kind of scoring system this is something i've actually had an issue with even hearthstone it's just that the viewers don't know who's winning and losing sometimes right Mm -hmm. and and there's It'd be nice, you know, like when poker, they show all these percentages. So, so it's very Super, clear. Yeah. It's very clear as to, as to what what situation the players are in. But to your point, I, I agree with that. And you know, if if it has to be like BTS that does something like that, they can come up with something. You know, like figure out some type of algorithm mm-hmm. or formula that derives some kind of score or, or some type of you know advantage, not advantage, and display that. Um, but yeah, so I, I agree with that. Because the three lanes is a cool thing. That's like the coolest element of the game in my opinion. It's just having multiple games going at once and you just have to win two of these things, right? Um, and right. having the ability to you know, distribute resources based on how you strategically want to go about doing that. That's but that's the whole game, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean you know, that, like, that is that is yeah, the core it, of the game. You know? It's so, the core of the game, and the thing that makes the game unique. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's the hardest thing to keep up with as a viewer. And to me, like that's problem number one because you want the viewer to understand why the game's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at the moment, it's hard. Like, yeah, I'm not yeah, just yeah. crapping on it, guys. Yeah. Honestly, I'm yeah.
0: Trying. So I mean, so <laughs> to, I mean to talk about the so. We're always gonna have like really rough things. I mean, I, I was there in the beginning of Hearthstone doing events, and we had all of our growing pains too. And you know, spectator mode showing freaking uh-huh. decks upside down, and and that wasn't you know, even the like, spectator mode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, we <laughs> figured. Yeah, I mean, like I was there for all of that fi- and, and figuring yeah. that stuff out. So I I knew that this this tournament would not, you know, be would would potentially have a lot of these issues, and you know, it just kind of like this is what happens when you hype something up, you know, and, and BTS wanted to, to this, to be super hype. So, I mean, they unfortunately just have to be the, the, um, Guinea pig here and trying to figure, figure out stuff. Maybe they're going to be the ones that figure it out first. Like they could figure out just how artifacts should be broadcast and it'll be a huge, huge benefit to them. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, my things, my recommendations to them. Like overall, I, I feel like it it wasn't terrible. I mean, I think it, overall mission accomplished in terms of just doing a broadcast, you know, for, for artifact and getting it shown, um, but yeah, the biggest things for match it should have been invitational, and um, they they just need to you know another thing that I noticed is that the cameras are a big factor in in Hearthstone, you know, like showing cams, you know, of the players. I was just thinking, yeah, this. And, and I remember like I, I went through this, like I remember like, <laughs> like like the going through this thinking it's just like the emotions from the actual player is a huge part of of showing it, and I. Don't know if Artifact has the real estate to do that, given everything that has to be on the screen. So they need to f- try to figure out how to do that, you know, because, mm. you know, you, you need to humanize the play, you know, like the gameplay. And it's one of
1: the big things I've heard from people who, uh, who either watch. Uh, some other like team esports like league or overwatch where you don't really see player cams all the time and also people have watched other sports like a lot of the broadcast crews we work with for hct don't work like the camera guys don't work in esports they just do this show right they work in loads of other stuff and a lot of them have said like oh it's so cool that you get to like just watch the players as they play And i'm like it is cool. Sometimes I cast the players' faces more than I cast the game because it's sometimes it's yeah. more interesting <laughs> in that how like yeah. reactions happen. And yeah, uh, to your point, I don't know where they put it on the screen because there's a lot on the screen yeah. right now in Artifact. So a lot
0: that that's a big challenge. I think that's a challenge. And then like you were saying, I like, just more th- there needs to be just more added production stuff, and it doesn't have to be from the game. It could actually be from right. whatever broadcast you know company or, or or event organizer or whatever. They can figure that out. But um but you know you know first one mission accomplished mm-hmm. I, they they, they got to get something good though for that million dollar tournament in a few months <laughs> or whatever yeah. but um you know a lot of work to do there but you got to start somewhere you know
1: I have a question for you Gara if it's okay um cuz I've just blabbed on a lot but in terms of a player point how did you feel about the t- something we not really touched on the tournament was actually a draft tournament and it wasn't constructed uh, oh, so yeah, yeah. like how, how did you feel about the one, the fact that it was draft, so draft for those who don't know, think of it as arena, more yeah. or less. Yeah. Um, uh, it's like an arena tournament, you build a deck, play out Swiss, but you actually did it twice. There was a redraft. Um, And and for a lot of card game players who complain a lot about RNG in tournaments, how did you feel about the, the tournament being a double draft? Because uh, I saw a lot of tweets where it's like, yeah, my deck sucks. And yeah, it's...
2: Super- <laughs> that's it. It's super amazing that it's a redraft because it counterbalances the RNG. So someone who gets a super OP draft, let's say, mm-hmm. which it will just be like slightly better than average or whatever, will just be a strong draft. They will not get carried through the Swiss by just having this very strong deck because they have to also win with the redraft. So basically, the player who ended up winning the tournament, Joel Larson, mm-hmm. he had to go through three drafts and he went completely undefeated. He didn't drop a single game through the entire tournament with co- three completely different de- drafts and def- different decks. That makes this much, much more impressive. And if you happen to get a bad draft, then you're basically trying to survive the first three rounds of Swiss. Let's say go two and one. But but,
1: but you, or, you
0: couldn't right? Because hey, if you lose more on one match, you're out. Guys, let, no, let, you, let, you let's explain one. let's explain no, this. Let's explain this a little go, bit better. Like with redraft, like. Let's walk through exactly
2: what this format is. Okay, so you drafted a deck, right? It's very similar to yeah. Magic, if people are familiar with the Magic draft system. Um, it's way more familiar with that than uh, Arena. Because mm. in Arena, you have to play every single card you draft. And in Magic, you will also ha- have like extra cards. Yeah, you have very... an in- inventory of cards, right? So. Yeah. And in, in magic, it's, uh, in artifact, it's the same. You will have, you draft a bunch of cards and then you build the best decks with those cards. Uh, you will end up with um, heroes because that's how you build a deck in artifact with item cards, hero cards, and mm-hmm. magic cards, whatever. And you decide during the draft which colors you want to go for, very similar as in magic. And then you build a deck. And according to which heroes you got, and how powerful spells you have, whatever, that's how strong your deck will be. And so, yeah, there will be people with better decks and with weaker decks, but that goes like both ways then, to counterbalance that RNG of good decks. After three rounds of Swiss, everyone has to redraft a new deck. Again, you go through the entire draft process, whatever. And So people that got a good deck, they don't get carried by their good deck. And people that have a bad deck, they have a chance to redraft a better deck. So I think this is amazing from a player perspective. Do you think it needs more rounds then? Because if you lost more than one
1: match in that tournament, you're out, right? So if you had a
2: bad deck and
1: you went 0-2, or even if you went 2-1 and then you cannot lose another match... After you redraft for the whole thing, right? Because I think only six ones made it through cut, right? Six ones, and uh, and seven zero was top cut, I think, from my memory.
2: Uh, uh, there was one player with five and two that. Go- oh, was there? I thought they were all every six. six every six one went through. Yeah, that's okay. okay. I mean that's because that's savage. It's yeah.
0: It's really cool. I mean, it, it, from a skill standpoint, from, from having like the most skilled and, person. And win after, the tournament.
2: if you get into top eight, there will be another draft for the next day.
0: Almost was top eight single limb. Right?
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. So, so okay. That, that's just the, that. Like, I, I, I love different formats. I love drafting. I've played a bit of magic and drafting. That's super fun. But like, the fact that if you just, oh, my deck wasn't that great.
2: No, the player well, who wins a tournament. Is always a will always be a top tier player. There's like almost there's no way. There's like no way you but, can get. I mean, there's
0: that. definitely aren't. But the draft does incorporate. It's it's kind of interesting because it, it does take into a, a account. Um, you know, more skill. Like you, you have to have a higher you have to have higher skill and more well well rounded mm-hmm. in terms of the entire game to win the tournament. But at the same time, it introduces an RNG element that you know. Main, you know, would not be there if it was constructed, but, right?
1: I, I think for me, just for this tournament specifically, it's number of rounds bothers yeah. me because if you lost one match early on or whenever, you're like, Well, no matter what my draft's gonna be, I cannot lose again because I'm out. I won't make top cut. Yeah. Which I mean, is like that- people complain about that in Hearthstone right now, oh. and that's a constructed deck where you oh. choose your lineup. So I uh, I I love draft, but I think in general, if it's going to continue being draft, there needs to be more than but seven rounds for 128.
0: Yeah, but that's how Swiss works, right? <laughs> like since well, yeah. So possible. I don't know, if Swiss and this whole redrafting thing is. But it's is, the combination of draft as yeah, well, right? Yeah. Oh, I, I feel like it could be. Oh, I, I mean, you I don't know. Best it's it's got to be a reasonable. It's got to be reasonable rounds, dude. Like you can't
2: have this like be three day. You know. Three, yeah, the, the day problem day is because I mean, also like it lasted so long, right? Yeah. It's... It was best of three games only, not best of five. And it already like, when you were from Europe, the tournament started at like 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. our right. time. And the first day finished at 5 a.m. my time. So if it was actually more rounds, <laughs> I don't know, I would... Right,
0: but
1: how that. many rounds did you play day one, all seven?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah,
0: oh, that's a ton. Yeah, that's that,
1: that's that's a lot of rounds. But also as well, like let's talk about um, what was average game length for you? Like, because some of the games can go on super long, right? Is, is my understanding.
2: Like it was very interesting because there's a tournament timer. Yeah. And that's Very generous, though, right? If you play fast, it's generous because after every turn you get an it's a minute time added. Yeah, it's a time. Yeah, bank. it's a time bank. But I'm surprised that some matches were still lasting so long. Right. Like, like, I don't know how these people... I never I never finished as last, so I, I was actually surprised, like, how is it mathematically possible that they, these guys, like, I finished half an hour ago. How are they still playing this series? I,
1: I just wonder if that's something they need to look at, because if a seven-round day was 12 hours, similar to Hearthstone, yeah, those were best of threes, not best of fives, then... um yeah then like maybe they need to look at that timer because something that worries me currently about hearthstone and broadcasting hearthstone is for a viewer to commit to watching one match they could be there for over two hours like mm-hmm. no, pot- potentially yeah. and it's like that's a long time to watch one series right or at least an hour, an hour and a half calling. I think um,
2: I think a, one game is like 20 minutes average. So a series would be up to one hour. Really? But then
1: you only played seven rounds, and you said it was a
2: 12-hour day. No, one best of three is, like, one hour. So, yeah, yeah, so th- that would make sense, right? Seven rounds is, like, seven hours. There's definitely a little bit of, you know, and like time that. between, there's, but... that's like, two downtimes because of the redraft, right? That also takes, like...
0: Okay, sure. Oh, yeah, the redraft, yeah, that's probably an hour in itself, like, the redrafting. Um, yeah, so, there's logistically, time, though, right, logistically redraft. there's some things to work yeah. out there, too. Yeah, but... You know, to your point though, Raven. Like, yeah, there's definitely some things that I think seem to be on the longer side, and they'll they'll have to figure out like how to mm-hmm. how to shorten that a bit. But um, yeah, that's just kind of how what, what it is right now. Who knows? Maybe Swiss isn't the way to go in the end. I, I don't know. You know, we'll, we'll have to mm-hmm. see. But the redrafting thing is is pretty cool, though. You know, I definitely you know have wanted you know just like things in Hearthstone to be you know r- just kind of reselect lineups and things like that at certain points you know like having everybody just kind of like redo it you know after maybe like certain rounds maybe after the Swiss round going into like quarters or something they could reshift their decks and I keep um, begging Blizzard to make worlds like multi-format throughout three days or something it would be so sure (laughs) Sure. yeah but um but anyways yeah so that was the hard the
2: artifact the title would be master of hearthstone (laughs) great (laughs) good sounds good to me cool yeah
0: Hearthstone Olympian, <laughs> no,
2: uh,
0: but yeah. So you know, our, the first artifact event in the books. You know, definitely a lot of things to work out. I think we can't really judge it quite yet. You know, in terms of of what you, you know, you know, like competitive art, artifact is going to be looking like compared to you know just Hearthstone. But um, you know, definitely some challenges in the games themselves that I think they're going to have to work out. You know, in in beta and 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 figure out how to you know just make a bit more concise you know and packaged a bit better um but uh you know well i know they're willing to work on it so we'll, we'll have to see and i'm sure Gary will keep us posted on that um but uh, before we move on we're gonna do some q a but i wanted to give a shout out to all the uh, patrons that support value town uh if you want to be one of those uh, supporters go to patreon.com/ valuetown and throw a pledge away. but I want to thank Mike T our legendary producer as well as a few others Ray Dan, Bryce L, Vince F, Alex F Bryce, uh, Bruce W, Jonathan V, Michael S, Richard G, Chris C, and Michael V. Thanks so much, guys. You guys are amazing. And also, Valuetown is an hsreplay.net show. So, uh, you want to find out the the best stats in Hearthstone, figure out what deck you should be playing to climb the ladder right now? Go to hsreplay.net and and check it out. And sign up for premium if you want to use all of our our awesome filters too. Okay, Q and A. We've got a uh, Ahmed N. Just a regular uh, question asker has a question. What makes a good What makes a game good for streaming? Will the paywall of Artifact affect its viewership and streamer community? Okay, so there's always, you know, the talk about Artifact being expensive and, and just, like, literally, you know, you mentioned, like, not being able to be an infinite player, you know, just th- things like that. Um, is that going to affect the streaming success of this game? I mean, in y'all's opinion? Um, I don't think it'll affect the
1: viewership of streamers, if that's uh, the question, because I feel like a lot of people who watch games in general, but also games like Hearthstone, don't necessarily play them that much, but enjoy watching them. Uh, There's a lot of even sports like that. Most sports people don't play, but they enjoy watching. So um, I don't think it'll affect it too hard. I think it will impact player base quite dramatically. Uh, People who consider or think that Hearthstone's going to become a dead game because of a $20 buy-in and then a purchase of every single card you will ever get uh, is going to make Hearthstone go away is a very interesting opinion. But I think I think streaming, I think it'll be popular as long as the game is interesting to watch. My question is, is it broadcastable as a game in general, not so much as a streaming game? Because yeah. is, it, is it too hard to
2: keep up with for a viewer? Yeah. I don't know. We're going to have to find out. Like, with my, like, more than two decades of experience in <laughs> gaming and esports, I really wonder if, like, the success of a game comes down to m- just marketing, because I've seen, like, very great games completely oh, fail. absolutely Just yeah. because nobody knew about them. No. <laughs> dude, I just, dude, I used to <laughs> develop mobile
0: games for a living and, you know, was very much into the whole marketing and advertising and everything in the mobile space. And there are, you know, probably a thousand great mobile games that get no downloads because people just don't know where they are. You know, like you can't discover it. You know, that people have to buy ads and the ads are completely nabbed up by all the big players, you know, right now. You know, just the the supercells and um, they can't you just kings and all those those type of um when you gotta get my like bird that yeah. gets billions so, of downloads like, well, well, fatty bird is a, a, a that's a completely anomaly <laughs> a complete anomaly right
2: uh, do, but do you remember like do you remember heroes of new earth yeah mm-hmm. it was such a good design game sure. but i felt like nobody knew about it yeah i mean <laughs> I, like, I agree heroes is. of new earth is a
0: perfect example like it was better than league of legends and, you know, it was an issue with the, the developer. Just didn't put enough marketing dollars in, didn't, you know, try to build an esport out of it, you know, like a, a legit esport out of it, and that's what ended up happening. There, right? There's a reason most companies now pay streamers a lot of money to uh
1: broadcast their game. Because uh yeah. get, getting the game getting okay. the game out there and make it
0: you know, making it just at least visible for people. I mean Fortnite's is a perfect fun. example. Oh my god. Fortnite, yeah. Epic just Spent so much money and getting all the PUBG streamers to do it, and then it, they they reached that that critical mass. You know, they actually had that that uh, tipping point. That you know, what we see now is, you know, five hundred million or whatever hundred million you know users there are now. More hopefully.
1: concurrent so, viewers than Steam. I know, uh, and that's, which it's is... crazy. It's, it's an insane. It's just got more concurrent players than yeah. all the other games in the world. It's yeah, like- yeah but it's so
0: slides that duration of course. So definitely marketing plays a big point, but I think that the biggest thing for Artifact that for me that I am very very interested to see is just how big the player base is going to be because yes. that's the strength of Hearthstone. You know, Hearthstone, you know, 100 million just total accounts, you know, at this point. Um, that's a lot, you know. <laughs> and and you know, you you only have like a small percentage of them playing, con- you know, concurrently at a time every day. So like can Artifact get to even 10 million like, I, I don't know. Like,
2: are there enough... I think it will happen because they, they designed the game that it will be um, playable on mobile. And it, as soon as a good game is playable on mobile, the numbers just go up like crazy. You're
1: going to pay $20 and then buy stuff on your mobile game? That's a big ask. Well, I don't know how it's going to... Uh, do you know anyone who would play $20 is- for a mobile game? I've, okay. I've do you know of, anyone?
2: I played Clash of Clans, Clash Royale. What do you mean?
0: Okay, but,
1: but, you, <laughs> yeah, you, but you are can very play free, awesome. right? Like,
0: <laughs> you, you can. Yeah, I mean it's. All I'm saying I, I, is, I like if someone not... looks at
1: twenty dollars next to a mobile game. Is okay. what they all view as <laughs> it think, like.
2: Do th- what, what do you think? How uh, How will be the payment mo- uh, model on for Diablo Mobile? It will be like hundred percent pay to win, right? Even though it's a Blizzard game. And probably, I would, I would hope, hope not.
0: Uh, I don't know. But exactly. No, twenty dollars for a mobile—that's not that much. Like it, to be honest. That, that's, you know, I think the if you're gonna have a successful game, your ARPU is going to be not, you know, like higher than twenty dollars. So um, I, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, if if they they are are able to do that, but still, it, it's about volume, right? Like, it's still you still have to have this casual experience, and I just don't feel like Artifact has a casual experience when I play it. Like mm. I. I don't feel like when I play Artifact, I feel like I have to think. Like I, I have to like really put, you know, a lot of like um, you know mind power into it when I'm playing it. Where with same Hearthstone, reminiscent of early
1: Gwen, isn't
0: it? Y- yeah, it's kind of like Gwent. I mean It's even more so, I think. Where, where with Hearthstone, you know, I can just like be literally doing something at the same time, not really, not really care that much about winning or losing, but still going through the mechanics and you know, s- still have that that kind of fun experience, right? I think
1: the biggest issue there is that you've just said it as well, is that, like, so obviously fun is subjective, right? Like, 100%. And obviously a lot of these players playing Artifact are having fun because they enjoy breaking down a card game and winning, right? A lot of people have fun with Hearthstone because they get to, like, aim big minions and hit things in the face, right? Cast spells, like, cool things. I don't think that type of fun exists in Artifact. I don't think it's a particularly fun game. I think it's fun for people who enjoy unlocking puzzles, which is what like most card game players are like. Uh, they want to like break a game and then win as a competitive player. But I feel like for me, Artifact at base level isn't fun to sit down and play. It's just fun to win at. Um, for, for the average player, by the way, it's, not for people like you, Gara, of course. Or I mean, it's like, I mean. it's like playing is,
0: Starcraft,
2: right? It's you know, like this is yeah. a super, super good uh point because the reason why I play Artifact more than Hearthstone right now, or why I enjoy it more, is because I don't have fun in Hearthstone, and that might be the reason maybe because I'm too good at the game, I'm not casual enough. Like, for me, it's too frustrating, you know, when I see my opponent draw Kalisef, play Kelasev, and I know, yeah. mm-hmm. okay, he will win the game because of that. Or he plays Shadow Walk, you know, I play a control deck and I know I will lose. Or he plays Quest Rogue, like, that I know immediately what's going to happen. Maybe mm-hmm. that I, but I'm like a small percentage, like you said. Right. right? Tiny percentage, yeah. Right. Tiny. So
0: I think, it, I think the pro scene is going to be, um, you know, it could definitely see a scenario where the pro scene is better. You know like than than the HTt and the Hearthstone. you know I, I can see a scenario that's like that, but i s i right now I don't see a scenario where the actual player base is you know on the level of a hearthstone and I, and I think I that don't it, think it'd be remotely close. yeah and, and I think that you know viewership and success of everything is based on the player base in, in all of these games like we but still have yet to still- seen we still have yet to see an eSport um transcend that transcend think,
2: but- a player base. But I think that is the case for for right now because it's so non marketed right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, where where is Art Effect talked about? Right. It's only I think in in Steam on Steam.
0: Oh yeah, I'm not oh. judging. I'm not judging it like based on any empirical data right now. I'm just kind of like that's my feelings right now as to like mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm very curious to see like how how many you know downloads sales they have like in the first year you know and and see what that number ends up being. I- I also generally wonder just because of the um the way Valve
1: is uh, as a company, cause um I cause you kind of Dota, yeah, funnily enough, is is very similar to what I imagine Artifact to be. Like Dota has a, a large player base, right? But it's not mind-blowing. You know, you know, it's it's not like it's, super crazy. But it's very elitist. Like 2030. Isn't it? It's like twenty thirty. It's like twenty thirty. I, I think they just want to make elitist games. Look at C, like, CS Dota artifacts. They just want like the the an, an elitist form which is the same with art i think they'll be happy if they just make enough money from people buying selling cards paying for doing all these drafts every day like if there's a small player base but paying a lot of money um i think they're happy i don't think yeah. they will care so much it right. because you... it's the same i feel like they've applied across other games or their attitude at least towards some other games
2: would you would you consider dota 2 a mainstream game no
0: Mm, this is so interesting. Yeah, because I don't know Counter much. Strike it's, is right. Counter Strike different. Counter Strike, ca- yes.
1: Counter strikes Counter-Strike. weird because it exists in a a almost a genre of its own, right? What other games are like Counter Strike? Because whatever you pick, it won't be true. Rainbow Six is
0: probably the closest. Yeah, Counter Strike has a but, history too. Like, but it's, League of Legends it's, is mainstream. Dota isn't. Dota yeah. like an
1: elitist. But, but Dota
2: is still huge. But it's not right. kind of mainstream. So it's, it's mainstream. basically diehard fans from, like, Dota 1 and, like, over the years yeah. from all MOBAs. Yeah, it is. It's kind of crazy how... M-
1: my question is, if you ask someone who plays Dota how many hours they've got, it's always, like, 8 million. It's never, oh, I've put 60 hours in and it's fun. No one ever says that. It's, like, I've got 18 million hours of Dota. <laughs> You're like, right, well, you really yeah. fucking like this game, right? But that's... Honestly, I feel like that's the truth, right? Yeah, because, I, I... um... Uh, 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 and I think, like, you look at League of Legends versus Dota, and I feel like it's League of Legends and Dota is going to be very similar to Hearthstone and Artifact, I feel. Yeah. There's, there's definitely an audience. There's definitely the elite side of it, the very hardcore audience. But there isn't the, wow, you could ask, like, a taxi driver, have you heard of League of Legends? They'd be like, oh, yeah. Have you heard of World of Warcraft? Oh, yeah. Okay, have you heard but- of Artifact? No. Have you heard this of is, Dota, think, no? You know,
2: I think this is a very interesting topic because how does then Do- um, Dota two survive or self sustain? Because it still has like the biggest price pools by far, and if you compare it to like, which, is heavily, price, fun- which is heavily funded, which is heavily funded by, by the community. hardcore
0: players. <laughs> yeah, half of <laughs> right? it's funded by the hardcore players, right?
2: So, Garrett, imagine
1: yeah. if we lived in a world where Team Five said. Here's a card back that you can buy for $3. I never understand why $2.50 $2, $2 of that. So, okay, okay. $1 of that goes to a prize pool. You're looking like a
0: 50 million prize pool for Worlds Guys. It was
1: stupid. Like, look at HGG, HGG. Guy,
0: but probably like a five to 10 million.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm super over like, yeah. HGG made an absurd, I mean, like, it blew the estimations out of the water. Uh, and it was the, the reception on it was mind blowing. I, and really? I can't speak of specifics, I but I, as, as far as I'm aware, well, this is only opinion. But there were people at Blizzard who did not think uh, it would do as well as it did, and yeah. it actually because it, it blew up. There were people in offline chat in Play Hearthstone just go chee all the time. <laughs> it was insane. Cool, the numbers yeah, were stupid. We, cool. They hit the card back thing, which was like the highest. Uh, they hit the gold pack unlock. It was just like we weren't really expecting to hit this so okay you know like it was like the numbers were absurd like t- did team america make like 10k and they didn't they didn't even make it to uh to blizzcon <laughs> team america made like 10k stop, stop each, talking about that I think. <laughs> yeah didn't even make it to yeah, the top cut it. but um but yeah like the the numbers were, were absurd from cheer and that's just like what i imagine to be step one that feels like team five testing the
0: water um and if it they do something like that testing next the water, year, though. it's like it's a proven concept I mean, they could. They they don't even need to test it. <laughs> like we all know it
2: works. Everybody's yeah. willing to do it, you know. And, and so, I, and I absolutely love the concept. I don't. I, I'm yet to like figure out the downside of it because there's people that just wanna spend a lot of money on the games <laughs> that like.
1: You realize this, when you see how many people have a uh,
0: large amounts of disposable income, <laughs> guys. Just look at the streaming, <laughs> like e- a- ecosystem. I mean. Yes, there's a ton of people that like give away <laughs> subs every day and give donations every day, and they could easily be you know bumping up prices. Like like they, they could be going to you know players, yeah. you know, instead. And
2: but I also it, like that when you design a game like that, that there's like the hustlers out there. Like I used to be a hustler myself. That when used you are be. free it used to be, he's not he's free <laughs> to when you are free to play, that you can still make it. I really
1: a Ga- best hustler.
2: I I, I really like to support it in a game, you know that yeah. when they, that when you don't have a lot of money, whatever your background is, that you can still make it, you know, because you put in the yeah. work and time, the effort. I I hate that the games are just like for everyone, just expensive, you know, like a a, a specific amount. Like Hearthstone is, I think, too expensive right now. How it is? And but you, but it's, do you, it's you, you new... don't think Artifact is too expensive? Yes. I I can't <laughs> say because the like. They've literally, come released, oh, come they've literally released on Come on, Gar. It. Are
0: you serious? I mean, it's it's yeah. clearly going to be expensive. Like, you you, not, can't, not earn, even, you but, can't
1: earn any cards without yeah. paying money. You can't go infinite in Gauntlet. Yeah. Like it's You cannot play for $20. I, I, you, you can pay $20 and play ba- two basic decks everyone has for the rest of your life. That's it. It's as cheap as it ever is going to get. $20 minimum. And yeah, then you don't get
2: any new cards. But... I, I spend, like, f- f- more than 500 on Hearthstone every... You don't have to. No,
0: no, don't no, have
2: nobody's talking to. about that. I mean, nobody's talking...
0: Like, so Hearthstone, yeah. Hearthstone's not cheap either. But Artifact definitely no, I is not cheaper. It's
2: definitely not cheaper. and But I was, like, more speaking, like, generally, like, games like League of Legends or whatever, you could right. just play free-to-play and be very, very good. Sure. Like, very good. Spend thousands of hours and make it. But there's people that can buy all the skins for, like, hundreds of dollars... And still enjoy it, you know. The yeah. company gets a, makes a lot of money, but it you, you kind of su- support both directions of players. And I think every game should be designed that way. Yeah, but Art-
0: Artifact's not though. Artifact doesn't yeah, have I know. virtual currency. That- yeah, Artifact has no virtual yeah. currency. Yeah, so they they should introduce that, like in my opinion. But you know, like I, I think that if they don't, and, and here's the thing, guys, digital card games. It's not it's not any other video game. So like we should need to just stop doing that. Stop comparing to a $60 game that you get all everything in it and, and blah, 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 blah. Because this is not what we're talking about. You know, like, this is just a more expensive game. And if you want to think of it in terms of like you investing all this money into it too, then, then sure, you know, think of it that way, whatever, you know. But, but in the end, it's a different ecosystem. So funnily like, enough, it's I not, think people
1: would enjoy Hearthstone less if you paid $60 and unlocked all the cards.
0: People really like building that's a, collections,
1: yeah, and collecting you can cards. That's yeah. what we all used to do as kids, or whatever, right? Like people like collecting and growing a, a collection of things and unlocking stuff. Yeah, um, but but yeah, I think uh, I'm going to call out 12 months. There's going to be a free option in Artifact. 12 months, maybe I, maybe sooner.
0: Actually, I wouldn't be surprised. I think it's way sooner, sooner than yeah, that. I don't, I don't know. know. I think they're going to be stubborn, but 12 months. All right, so well, that's my number. Okay, one more question, guys, and then we gotta call it here. I gotta actually take off here in, in fifteen <laughs> minutes. So, John H, should Team Five add an offer draw button to the client? Many games, st- wait, many game states are predictably unwinnable for either player, and this would be a quality of life improvement. Is oh, that- we've talked about this a lot.
1: We, yeah. it, so, my my, yeah. my understanding is almost like reveal hand button. So, um, oh my god, really? So, so yeah, so so admirable talks about this a lot because for, <laughs> for example like a lot of the time he'll be like say you're playing zoo and your hands one drop keller chain gang you know what i mean like you, you're gonna you're gonna happy ghoul them to death right he, he talks a lot about there being a button where you just go look at my hand bro you know like you're dead like pre all if there's like um for example you've got a oh. com- com- combo where you can't lose right but you can't play the combo yet but you've got it and people, people play out these, especially late control matchups, that for that chance that Shudderwalk whips or you know things similarish, where it's like I've got to play this in case something goes terribly wrong for my opponent, in case they whatever. Whereas if they could just show you the hand and be like, you, you, you're dead, just concede and speed up everyone's day.
0: I think it's a funny. I think it's a funny idea. I and wouldn't mind it because you don't have to. As long as you couldn't accidentally do that very easily, why not? Right, right you'd like, have to yeah, like commit matter. to it.
2: You yeah. have to be able to squirt someone as well, so you can't do it.
0: Yeah. So it needs to figure. be in a very taunt, taunting way. Just quit, dude. It needs to be an email that says, just quit and then you show your hand to them.
1: Yeah. It'd have to be like a button you'd love to hold where it like loads fully up before it shows the thing. But it it, it would be cool. Like I I don't see why not. Because it would speed up some of these games where you you know your opponent's well, playing to hopefully
0: do something. So he's actually wording it as offered draw, though. It shouldn't oh, be offered offer draw. draw. It shouldn't be an no, offer. No, I don't want like, draws. Yeah, no, his no. second sentence talks about what you're talking about, but I feel like his first one is like offered draw. And it's like we don't get into very many draw scenarios, so I don't. I don't should, feel like that you shouldn't live your life to trying to draw. You don't play to not lose, you play to win.
1: That's oh how you God. should live your life. Exactly. That's Raven advice. <laughs> I'm just gonna try and like, take my own
0: advice sometimes, but
2: <laughs> often like draw is such a weird option as well. Yeah, but you it? know what?
0: You, you know, this is like one problem I have with Clash of Clans, like a lot. I'm sorry, Clash Royale, is that draws happen all the freaking time in Clash Royale, or at least compared oh. to other games. And draw for me is like such a design flaw. I'd rather flaw. lose. It's a design flaw in my opinion. And so, like, I don't know how it could be such a major part in, in such a popular game. Like, they, they clearly leave it in there on purpose. And it's just like, man, I, I, I don't see how you design a competitive game to have a draw be, you know, even 10% of the time or five, you know, even five to 10% of the time, I think is like bad. <laughs> so, it, yeah, it, it, all, it just shocks me. It always shocks me every time like, I'm, I'm watching somebody play Crouch Royale and they're like, oh, yeah, I ended up drawing. I'm just trying to draw right now.
1: <laughs> so, like, imagine. What? Uh, so, so here's, a, here's an instance where it could work, right? So, like, imagine if you could reveal singular cards, as many cards as you want from your hand, right? Your opponent's playing, like, Togwaggle, and they're trying to switch your deck before you Shudder walk, And then you just show them you have Shudderwalk, and you've yeah. played the rest of the combo. You're like, dude, just, just concede. You, you're dead, right? Just concede. Yeah. Um, but it'd be funny if you could just reveal one card, because I would just definitely just reveal random singular cards at random points in the game, right. just to be like, I've got a cobble librarian, and they're like, "What the fuck does that even mean? Why is he doing this?" I just like mentally throw them off, like, "What's he? It just why is he showing starts. me this? This
0: one just... mana, two one? Like, what's, what's this See, doing? That's why, this I, That's why I want job. players to be able to talk to each other, man. I want them to be, "Well, hey, if, hey, I've got this guy. I've got this." Have you, have you heard about that Maybe. in
1: Artifact as well? and um, players are going to be able to freely talk to each yeah, other that's good and it's it's not being moderated in any way okay
0: that's bad because <laughs> <they're>, they've, <laughs> they've, they've said we
1: don't believe that in a 1v1 circumstance players uh, will have any reason to be rude to each oh other my ha-
2: God. have you heard you of serious? any online game ever made
1: <laughs> okay so that's they've terrible. openly said they are not moderating it at
0: all that's good luck with that on air good luck with that with your sponsors Suddenly yeah. you know, the hearthstone
1: emote system doesn't look so bad does it <laughs> <laughs> oh man
0: okay so that that's not a good idea but but you know given if, if it is a controlled environment then allowing them to talk to each other sure. is a good thing um all right. Well, uh, I think that's going to be it. Oh, um, I don't think we have enough time to do any more questions. We had, we talked a lot, a long time about uh, artifact and the <laughs> tournament, uh, as well as uh, just some of the other stuff. So, um, Raven, thanks for coming on. knew was going to be a great discussion with you. Always is. So, uh, yeah, go Hearthstone. <laughs> yeah, I, I get to be critical, but no, I'm. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I will say just as a quick summary. I hope Artifact gets good. I hope the broadcast gets better. I don't want to see bad tournaments of anything, right? Like, I like watching loads of stuff. So um, although I sound very critical, it's because I just want stuff to get better. So
0: I'm hearing Valve hire me for Artifact whenever it does get better. <laughs> Maybe on my off. No, no, no. I'm very happy <laughs> yeah. Okay, Thank there you. you go. There you go. Um, you want to do any shout outs before you take off?
1: Uh, no just the, just the usual I'm uh, I'm actually don't have anything particularly lined up over the next month or so over Christmas nice. I actually just want to stay at home with family and stuff it would be pretty cool done a lot of traveling the last few weeks but yeah just uh follow me RavenCast. you can see it nice I'm bad at this. there boom yeah, took yeah. me five minutes before I got there and then uh I do stream but it's been a bit wishy-washy while I try and sort out some kind of schedule but it's kind of wonky at the moment but uh, yeah I just stream out uh, RavenHS. so the usual stuff but yeah thanks for having me on I appreciate it
2: Nice, Gara. out to man? Rain for being on the show. Always fun to have the British people on the show. They're very like <laughs> emotional. We'll, we'll play some Blackout soon again, Gara. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll be friends again. We'll be friends. <laughs> and shoutout to if you want to learn more about Artifact. I just uploaded a one-hour-long video on my YouTube channel nice. about the fundamentals of Artifact. Uh, if you want to check that out, and yeah, that's that's nice. your YouTube channel again. Twitch TV slash uh, Twitch TV. Yeah. got Shaman on Twitch and on YouTube. So right. Cool. Yeah, everywhere. definitely check that out. Definitely, these
0: intro videos are very necessary. You know, like before you watch some of the the uh, broadcasts. It's cause...
2: definitely what I learned last week. <laughs> you got to
0: understand the game. I mean, that's that's first and foremost. Um, yeah. So, anyways, I would thank the two of you guys for doing the show. All of you guys for watching and bearing you know through us. I know a lot of folks that listen don't necessarily want to hear that much about Artifact, but I hope it was at least in the context of how, you know, comparing it. To and it wasn't like that many things.
2: crazy news about Hearthstone. So yeah, it's like- yeah.
0: It was kind of a slower week anyways, but um, we'll have some more cards to talk about next week, but you can check out the show on all the normal channels, youtube.com slash. They just replay that um, as well as all the audio channels. So iTunes and Google play, let me know guys, if you have any issues with Google play, I had a few, few people have problems with it not updating on google play if that ever happens guys just unsubscribe and subscribe again to the uh the feed and it usually fixes the problem uh but you can catch us on spotify as well as soundcloud.com so uh definitely check that out and um i think that's gonna be it guys we're gonna be back next week and uh you know i don't know if raven's gonna be back but definitely me and gar will be back so for raven and myself (laughs) yep we'll see you next week